0: warning the Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful young children should not view this content under any circumstances even if supervised by a parent
1: or guardian
2: I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot
3: inside someone's ass that's how it's done
4: Hey, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised.
3: In this corner, the
5: devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and
2: Slim!
1: You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show, with Rob... It doesn't feel good on your asshole. ...and Slim...
6: I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck (laughs) hole! ...internet radio's finest.
3: They stay there, ooh, 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 80% of pay there. Ooh, 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 Next thing boys are told, they could rape And they're split up in colors and the black's in cages. And they stay there, ooh, ooh, tell O.J. I said, hey there. Ooh, ooh, and the token is allowed to do what they told him, give him glasses, and then they grow him a couple passes. See the Hamilton, watching with Carlton. And if they're gay, they're getting carded. in a way for pissing off God. If you were tired of all of this garbage, then say, Ray. She said she got raped, and I believe her. Believe her. Ray. Ray. She said she got paid less than. Bubble, Ooh, the shit is fucking subtle. Coca Cola is a brand that brought the blacks over for a plan to give us the hovers and the cans to sell us headphones and baggy pants. And they tell us what shit is, the shizzle they get, and they get all the money we spent on the shit. And they chain down Kanye down like Ray. She said she got it ripped. Funny, I believe her, believe her Hey, the whites are trying to rave your fucking face So grab a fucking torch and let's go Race. She said she fucking raped me, I believe her, believe her Smoking crack at the top of Trump Tower Couple new port pack. For Barack Hussein, Obama and the Hill Dog. She always kept it real, dog. And it never will end until everyone knows that the men in the pen are just training for day when they break out and rape. She raped me, I she raped
7: me, I
3: believe.
8: This is Summer
9: Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, Boona Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show.
0: This is Carrie Frylock-Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fools.
3: Yo, yo, what's up? This is Jamie Kennedy,
10: a.k.a. B-Red, originally from Delco.
9: You're listening to the
10: Jersey's own rob and slim that's right they on them bus pill to cure all your ills. drinking
6: smoothies
10: and then gotta take a poopy that was not good
3: i'm sorry we have participated in sinful illicit activities
1: yes bitch, i heard you i'm a commodity i'm a no name in this industry you lucky to have me
6: Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean time for a show.
10: Looks mighty white in here. It is very white in here. uh, Got the new Reckless Airwaves t-shirt from Sam. Thank you, Sam. At Reckless, R-E-C-K-L-E-S-S-A-I-R-W-A-V-E on Twitter. And uh, that's his new, it's starting in November. I still look better in it than you do. I,
11: I I look sexy in it though, I mean, <laughs> no, not no. not as good as you, but I'm still Let's pretty sexy. That. It it enhances oh, my sex appeal.
10: It's it's all right. Did he fuck us over though? Like is, you're allowed to wear white after Labor Day? I don't know. Oh, I don't know how that. I works. don't know. I think I think I, that's I a joke. I think he's like, watch these assholes in this white shirt. Nah, it's a cool shirt. Thank you, Sam. I got uh, I got so much, but uh, the breaking story of the day I definitely have to do first. Did you see it? Uh... Rudy Giuliani. No. Well, uh, in Borat, uh, I guess this story just, uh, like, well, you said earlier IGN uh, have reviewed it, so I guess it's going out for people in review. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani caught with, uh, I guess there was a scene where uh, they went to a hotel room together, and he he just put his hand down his pants. I guess warming up, I guess he thought he was going to get laid. Holy shit. What a creep. Everyone's tweeting like, yeah, his uh, his career's over. I was fully clothed at the time. I was tucking my shirt in. Rudy Giuliani is tricked by Sacha Baron Cohen into going into a hotel room with Borat's daughter and is shown laying in bed with his hand on his pants. Go down is the story. Uh, hands down, Rudy Giuliani might star in one of the most awkward scenes in Sacha Baron Cohen's new Borat subsequent movie film, which will be released on Amazon Friday. Friday, 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 the Guardian first reported that Giuliani is interviewed by Borat's daughter, Tutar, uh, posing as a conservative reporter. And then brings him in a hotel room where he reclines in bed, puts his hand down his pants, only to be interrupted by uh, Sacha Baron Cohen's character, screaming, she's 15, she's too old for you. (laughs) And now waves him off his daughter, who's played by Maria, go up, Baklava. Giuliani pointed out I was fully clothed and explained he was merely tucking his shirt in, not doing anything untoward. I definitely have to see it now. I was going to see it anyway, but now I definitely want to see more. I lean back and tuck my shirt in at that point, and they have this picture that they take, which looks doctored uh, in any event. How the fuck did you doctor that? Right. Giuliani said on WABC Radio Wednesday, I'm tucking my shirt in. How many times he said this? What's I assure you that's all I was doing. He said slowly, letting each word sink in. Ugh. Well, When
11: you tuck your shirt in, though, like at, like how you're far... You're not digging. You, you know, yeah, yeah, you're... yeah you're just a little tuck.
10: <laughs> little tuck. That would be like up to the first knuckle we have to <laughs> right. see it like we have to see how many knuckles deep in his pants he is like
11: he's laying down and that's yeah. him tucking his shirt in that yeah. doesn't look like
10: uh... I don't know I, I can't even see a hand I, I see like maybe yeah no they look totally in his pants <laughs> <laughs> they look like both are just down his, like to his thighs like he's rubbing the tops of his thighs Jesus Christ you creep Is there more to the story down? or Uh, Just pictures, it looks like. Yeah, some tweets and all that. Uh, There is more. more. Giuliani floated uh, that he was being targeted because of his role in revealing the content of Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, They'll do anything. They'll attack me over anything possible. And now the idiot Borat is going after me with a totally sensationalized false account of a ridiculous movie. I guess he is done. Yeah, okay. Way to spin that, Giuliani. (laughs) It's not an accident that it happens when I turn all this evidence... To uh, in on their prince and darling Joe Biden, who is one of the biggest crooks in the last thirty years, and since I have the courage to say that I'm a target. But this movie was uh, like they planned this movie to come out just because I'm like fuck you. Yeah, fuck no. you.
11: Yeah, in the IGN review at the end of it, they did say that uh, they do a great job of making Giuliani an actor without him knowing he's an actor. Oh, in the that's movie. great. That's so, great. Like, really
10: putting him in there. What else? What else is going on there? Oh, I have a uh, tax clearing up his uh, tax returns. I wasn't even going to go for any Trump clips, but this is a new one. I got this right here. All right. This is the clip of him explaining his tax returns. Well, I guess, uh, well, first he wasn't going to do it, but now he's going to do another debate, which was postponed until tomorrow night, the second presidential debate. But so instead of when it was originally going to air, Biden went on and did a live town hall and then Trump did one too, I guess. Mm. I guess you got to compete. But here he's explaining in this, uh, I heard two yesterday, I love they're the campaign's pretty much bankrupt because they're pulling ads from all certain states, like every swing state right now. He's losing in, and uh, I guess they're only trying to keep Texas and Florida because that's the only like uh, TV channel, TV stations are playing his ads there. But they pulled oh. out of like they pulled the ads out of every state. Here we go.
12: You it know, also says that you paid you know, so
13: seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes in the, the the year you were elected. Yeah, because is that that's true a
12: statutory or not? number. It's a statutory. But it's is not that, that true? I think it's a filing number. You pay well, seven hundred and fifty. It's a fee. filing, is that a filing fee? fee. Most people here probably no. Paid more. I don't know. I, I can tell you this: if they have my tax returns, as you know, they have to go to jail. It's illegal. Oh. But their numbers were wrong. But let me tell you what else. Uh, I don't owe money to any of these sinister people. This has been going on for years now. Russia, Russia, Russia. It turned out to be a hoax. And it turned out to be that Hillary Clinton and the Democrats were dealing with Russia, not me. It's a whole hoax. Oh, on his side. I I would not mind at all saying who it is. But it's a very small. When you look at vast properties like I have. And they're big and they're beautiful and they're well-located. When you look at that... The amount of look money, at those, $200 million, dollars is a peanut. It's gorgeous. I
11: don't even know what he was talking about. No. It went from tax returns to Hurley Clinton to massive properties. Yeah, <laughs> it's what you get with the
10: guy. It's like, oh, look over there. There's a bunny rabbit. Like, you forgot what you just asked me. It's just his, uh, it's the way he, he rolls. It's so his, he, made uh,
11: it, he made it through the, the corona then? Is that like all uh, news? They, they
10: still haven't said he's uh, negative. He hasn't tested negative, as, uh, I'm sure, as at least that I've heard. Uh... Yeah, there's a couple other things that were weird. Uh, Bin Laden's niece is uh, supporting him. and says she gets more shit for being a Trump supporter than being Bin Laden's niece. There's all this weird shit going on. They're trying to pull all this. I guess like, look, the Bin Laden's. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what are they trying to gain out of that? I I don't know. Oh, but uh, maybe uh, because uh, she's uh, Middle Eastern, because she says that he's protecting Western civilization. I don't know Uh, how she sees that. Uh, I have no idea. No idea. But, uh, what else? I, I watched that. The number two. The number two. It is the number two. The number two trending movie on, uh,
11: Number two Netflix. trending. All right. So it was good then, right? Which I wasn't even going to do two.
10: because, uh, but my son William, he's like, he saw it. And, like, for a 12 year old boy, like, I could see it being funny for a 12 year old boy. Right. But, uh, for uh, a grown man, it was absolute shit. Hubie. Hubie fucking Halloween, it's called? Oh my god. We got the trailer. The trailer's even. Like, the movie. I, I paused it, I'm like, oh my god, it's gotta be almost over And it was only 20 minutes in It's fucking miserable It's it's like if Slim wrote a movie Oh,
11: okay, so it's uh, great like I really so it's, really yeah, feel it's that way,
10: I don't play it Don't play it because I don't want to spoil anything But, uh, yeah, Hubie Halloween Uh, he's just recycling Characters and jokes at this point It's that bad It's, uh Starts with like him on a bicycle. This is Hubie. Like he's, I guess, a mentally challenged man, which is like every other character he's ever played. Yeah. I feel Billy like Madison, at this point. a little older. He's smoked too much pot where he just didn't know when to stop. So I think he really might be mentally. <laughs> but, oh, oh my God, get this. He's got a, a thermos, a magical thermos that does Ooh. all this different shit. Uh, oh, oh, like, oh, my god, some summon a genie? So, I, I guess as a 50-year-old man and being, you know, the man you are, you, you ride your bike all over town, and every time you ride the bike through town, people just throw shit at you. So, uh, but in the thermos, he's catching the eggs they're throwing, in, and, and, he, and he's, he's eating them, and then he throws them up. He throws them up. Wait, what? It's really dumb. Really dumb. Uh, and then, uh when, and then after the kid throws eggs, he goes to Doyle Rules. So there you go. Just from fucking Billy Madison. There's another fucking recycled joke. This is just the first recycle joke. Uh... So, uh, yeah. Oh, and then, of course, he sees the blonde he's in love with. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's just so fucking horrible. And then he crashes his bike. Crashes his bike. But he uh, somehow falls in a bunch of, like, Halloween decorations, you know, like the mechanized lawn ornaments. And then oh, he just okay, starts yeah. acting like one of them. And she looks and she smiles. Uh, oh, she's so charmed by she, him pretending she, to be a yeah blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh my God! Guess what? He works in a deli. He slices meat. And, no, way. And, and everybody in town fucks with him. There's like an old guy that calls him puby. That's like almost a little funny. <laughs> See, but then you know they did. they've said it like by the end of the movie like a million times. It's so just it's just not just funny like anymore. Fucking horrible. Oh, Kevin James is a big fat cop with it with a, a really big beard. I, I guess that's funny. Uh, um, who, who else? Uh, what else happens in, in this great movie? Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, then uh, somehow he's running his bike again and then just throwing bags of, like, burning dog shit at him. It's really, really... Is really... he what
11: is he catching those and eating the dog shit it's and
10: throwing my, it up? Uh, did I have any notes in there? I, 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 the, oh, that's when the kids screamed on Doyle Rules. They didn't They didn't throw that fucking gem out there right <sighs> at the beginning. They were saving that for, like, oh, okay. four scenes in. I don't even know. But then, uh, oh, my God, he sees he's got a new neighbor. Ooh. Steve Buscemi is his new neighbor. Uh, All right, Steve. Uh, this is where it's going to get wacky. And the guy's <laughs> like, if you ever hear a lot of noise over here, just ignore it." Uh, it. Is, yeah. is that good or what? Uh, is that a little like, creepy? A, little, a, little, a little, scary, little scary. I don't oh know. My God. He must be killing people in that but house. guess who he sees next, Slim? He sees his mom. And oh my God, her shirts. She's got an amazing shirt on in every scene, like a different one. And this one says, boner donor. Ugh so his mom's just, real funny she just bought a bunch of shirts at a thrift st- shop and she's like I think a boner's a mistake uh.
7: So she's
11: got a lot of funny shirts, but she doesn't understand and that they're like, funny.
10: No, she doesn't know. She's so old <laughs> yeah, and detached. And Hubie's a little uh, great, mentally right. off, she's so he doesn't even understand. Right. Wow. Nobody, that's Nobody knows. Genius. how.
11: Somebody wearing a shirt with a saying, and they don't know that what the saying means? Mm, like, wow. But then oh, uh, right. she
10: tells him he's got to start standing up for himself. And, yeah. and then yeah, he's just getting ready for bed. And, uh, oh, my God. uh Something flies at his window, like some wind or something, blows a a decoration, and he gets really scared, and he he throws, uh, what does he throw? Uh, he just breaks his window somehow, I forget, maybe, I don't know, I don't know. Somehow his window breaks, but then guess what? His thermos is a vacuum, so he vacuums up the glass and says, Mom, is everything okay up here, huh? Wait, what? (laughs) It's a movie you would have written. (laughs) but then they cut to his lawn and uh oh did i forget this oh my god this is a really important part of the movie because in the first scene there's a it says a mental asylum and uh you figure out the uh the guy's broken out the guy in his in his cell because uh, the guard guard is going to feed him or something, and pulls a sheet off the bed, and it's just a bunch of jello in the shape of man. So this guy, this maniac, has gotten out of a psych ward. Who's so- this Steve Buscemi? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> so then <laughs> it shows a, a guy in like hospital pants, like uh, just peeing in, in Adam Sandler's front yard. All so you see is like the waist down, and he's peeing fucking oh so he's there he's there whoever this is you're fucked adam samler god damn it god damn damn it
11: thermos will vacuum him him up
10: fuck so then uh shows the news everyone in town getting ready for halloween uh Hubie's mom's in the background with uh i shave my balls for this t-shirt
11: and she's just like i don't know what it means it's it's a mistake
10: (laughs) oh my god but uh then uh, all of a sudden, the cop it cuts the cop. The cop got a call from some farmer, and his pig was his pig was murdered. Slim,
0: uh-huh.
10: and there's a bunch of sass talk between the farmer and his wife. They're fighting uh-huh. over their fat moms or something. And Kevin James sees something on the ground, which I guess is a clue. I thought maybe it would get cleared up, but it fucking never did. In an hour, 45 minutes. Oh, like he, like they, he like. He looks down, you see, it looks like this little, like, blue thing. I don't know. Like, And, and it kicks just it up, never revisited. They
11: just never revisit it. Not that I know unless That's I
10: blacked it out. Amazing. It's fucking so bad. Holy shit. That's just, uh, probably only the first 20 minutes there, Slim. What? That sounded like the whole movie. Uh-oh. So. You might think, but, uh, oh my god, what happens next? Uh, dump thing on the ground, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's some school thing going on, and Hubie goes to fucking talk to people, and uh, guess. And I do love Colin Quinn, but he's the janitor, and he's uh, making fun of Hubie. And then he sees the bitch, and blah 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 blah. Holy fuck! But uh, you know the, the bitch though. That's what it is. At at this like little uh, interaction thing, Hubie tells her the uh, the name of his new neighbor, and she's like, "Oh, there's a tombstone in the graveyard." With that, with that name on it, with a birth date, but not a death date. So here he's got to go fucking check this yeah, out, bro. So he gets yeah. there, and you know what his fucking thermos does now? It's a telescope. He's trying to fucking oh, zoom th- in and see this fucking.
11: Thermos is a jack of all trades. Uh-huh. Morphs into
10: different things. Oh, I got the douche shows just explaining the fucking thermos. Does but, it turn um, into
11: a remote that he can, like, mm-hmm. freeze time or uh, whatever
10: the fuck that was? Anyway, he can't see because of the. <laughs> I guess he still has to see a little better. So he runs up and there's a funeral going on, no cheese disrupting to check out this tombstone. Go, oh, because he has to move the leaves to see. And he sees for sure. And then all of a sudden, everyone in the funeral starts making fun of him the priest and blah, blah, blah. And the guy from the deli's there and he kicks him in the grave. And, oh, it's it's great, it's great. But uh, yeah. So then uh, he goes to see the neighbor, and he's like, "How old are you?" And the neighbor's like, "In human years."
7: Ooh. Uh, yeah, And so then I, I don't know. So then he
10: goes to school to talk about uh, uh, Halloween safety. But all the kids boo him and shit. And uh, I don't know. Some kid. Uh, finally, they calm down, and some kid gets up to ask him a question, but. As I stated earlier, Hubie is terrified of Halloween things because he broke his window, and this kid's dress is like a zombie or something. So Sandler, uh, Hubie, starts screaming hysterically. Oh, He's funny. scared shitless. The kid starts crying, and then all the kids start throwing food at him. But guess what, Slim? Uh, I don't know. His thermos turns no. into a fucking umbrella. No so way! So all the shit they're throwing at him doesn't hit him.
11: Uh, that's so cool.
10: Holy fuck! <laughs> God damn it. So uh yeah, Halloween, 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 guy in a hospital clothes blah blah blah. Oh, oh yeah, so then uh I don't know, somehow uh there's a bunch of shit. There's a bunch of shit. I don't even know what these notes Gonna, I, I can't even, can't even. <laughs> I want to hear more just I want to know how this ends just done to um, the boy was the what? mom the mom was the fucking person making all the people disappear because they were all people that were um, hard little heart on Hubie oh. Buscemi was just guess a what you thought he was like a werewolf you thought so but he's just an escaped mental patient and the other mental patient escaped to bring him back because they're BFFs oh. And one of them was uh, Rob Schneider. Oh, huh? wow. Does that make you want to see it? Yeah, I mean, this movie sounds Holy fuckaroni. And Yubi gets with the bitch. No
5: way. Yeah,
10: and then has like stepkids, which I don't know. What are stepkids when they are adopted in the first place? Like the woman adopted these kids, and then you're now their stepdad. So Step-step kids? Step-step-step kids? <laughs> adoption. I don't just watch the trailer. The oh, trailers. <laughs> Probably I, I maybe I underestimated it. Maybe. Uh maybe it's Thanks. way better than I fucking said.
5: Boom.
14: Well hello, my ghouls and goblins. The goblins. Oh yeah, there's a
10: radio show in it too.
14: I know you've got your costumes picked out for the frightful festivities. Going to your party with <laughs> I
10: hope you all get more treats than tricks. I don't your partner. There he is, right? The water boy! Yeah. Nothing yeah. with shame?
2: Is he a good guy?
14: Hubie the is the nicest guy in this town. That's a bitch.
10: Some happy Halloween word churches. You Can pass it out to the kids?
14: Thank you so much.
10: Oh, she throws him in the garbage.
1: <laughs> As a yeah. trained volunteer, I know what it's like when you're supposed to burn your head. See the, the thermos? <laughs>
2: No, no, no. The oh, the, the greatest X-5 thing was X-5. this real flag yeah, yeah,
10: Sorry, I'm so the weird. greatest thing is that Nothing he uses every every two minutes in between scenes you see him ride his bike to the next thing he's going to do. But every fucking shit, shit's thrown at him everywhere. Yeah, like, it's so funny. Like, oh my god, they, they getting they, they stuff really thrown that at people. It's it going. Hilarious. I mean, shit. It's, it's, it's only 30, 48 seconds in. The voice
2: in the shore. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize.
0: Whoa, it's pretty impressive how long he's been a loser. Oh, the thermist,
7: um, <laughs> fire.
11: There's a lot of screaming in the trailer.
1: You gotta expect the scare here or there. There's
14: something off in this
1: town.
10: Is it a flashlight now? Yeah, it was a flashlight in one slam. I like the thermos.
11: Okay, oh. you, children of the party.
10: He's got corn in his mouth. No. You're damn right. Yeah. Salem PD? Yeah, uh, you're over here. This is Hubie DuBois. Oh, Hubie DuBois. I
5: feel like we can have you to be one. one What are you going to do, Mr. DuBois? I feel
10: like he was our yeah, so executive intern for about five years. No one in Salem is safe tonight.
6: So would you lose your thermos?
10: Oh, that'll yeah, never happen. Yeah, dude, you uh, thought. Oh my God, it uh,
5: suddenly. It's little...
6: Anyway. Oh. We got an unsolved
5: mystery here. No, oh. 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 And you know who did this? Not now, U V. Mayor, I suggest we cancel Halloween immediately. We ain't canceling
7: that. I think we thing. should do a, a movie show for this.
10: <laughs> yeah, we well, might
7: too. have to. This
5: is some Dateline NBC shacks in it. They're They're
14: strange. Strange. You're the best person I know. That's why you're a hero.
0: Oh,
10: Bong Ghoul. He oh. Christ on the like crucifix. This stinks. <laughs> cool.
11: It turned into like a It's like a zip line, line or yeah. something. Yeah. Trapling, yes, yeah, Oh, see, look
10: how scared he gets. Help if you didn't know that he... Me, ridiculously scared at stuff. Oh, fuck! Number Movie. two. It's just number two.
11: Number two trending. Oh shit! We're people going love that break.
10: that Adam Sandler stuff. They do. They know um, the vibes. Yuck! I, then you do understand now. Like hearing it and seeing it, that was, it seems like people could be like, "Oh my god, did Slim work on this project?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will be back in a few with the. Uh, Driss and Too Many Rapes.
7: All right. Uh, What did I do? This this is
1: Hollywood
5: actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, And I'm appearing with delightful scumbags. Uh, Robin Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. He's
11: <laughs> <It's> like 75.
15: <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was,
10: <laughs> I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we,
11: we all met when he and Slim were in seventh grade. I had a
10: lot of candy,
11: Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. <laughs> did he
7: he learned did, you have, in.
11: did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a Quick story the box had three <laughs> puppies,
10: but my dick was inside
13: it. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night? Or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RiderDoll.com. That's R Y D E R D O L L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on The Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So, what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RiderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm -hmm.
14: When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com.
1: all the time
13: yeah it's great
1: we're uncensored politically
6: incorrect and childish
13: catch us on itunes stitcher podbean and all your podcasting apps
6: and remember to take nothing personal it's just conversation what the fuck is up yeah what up where's
10: uh Oh, i Uh, I didn't mean where's uh that yeah i'm right here just sings you ready, Driz?
9: Yeah. i get, get a
10: clip for the Instagram folks. They haven't had anything in two weeks because uh, I can't record myself doing Frankie. So, uh, there
2: yeah. you go.
10: All right, we are ready to uh, go. As the kids didn't say, yeah. Hubie?
0: And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits.
11: girls in the hud Megan Thee Stallion fuck being good I'm a bad bitch eh? I'm sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live fuck you all whack hoes hate on the mob pics on the gram ugh bitch you better hope I never run across your man ah. Eh? in the mail with him in the mall with him I'm going to have a ball with him Woo! somebody call Rihanna I'm going to buy some drawers with him He fucking with the stallion cause he into wild woman. He love wild woman. Put them legs on his head. Now he love tall woman yeah uh You'll never catch me calling these niggas daddy. Nope. I ain't lying. But my nuts just to make a nigga happy nigga please. Lifestyle with a nigga can't fit a magnum. It never happened if the deck wasn't happy. Ah. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. I do hot shit. Spend his income on my outfit. On my outfit. I don't text quick because I ain't thirsty. I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad, mad. They wanna hurt me. Uh, uh. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. I do hot shit. Spend his income on my outfit on my outfit don't text quick cuz I ain't thirsty ain't thirsty these bitches mad mad they want to hurt me ah ah any rumor about me let me dead it let me dead it I'm an open book and your man probably read it ah look at my AP and these these hoes still pathetic mmm real bitches back when I check my pet patek Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Call me Patty cake. Cause the way that ass shake, ass shake. I'm gonna make him eat me out while I'm watching anime. Anime. Pussy like a wild fox. Looking for you Susuke. Ah. One night with him. Make him lose it. Like a prom date. Uh. Two watches. Call me two timing two-timing skin like gold and my teeth like diamonds like diamonds hot girl chain Elliot got me shining Eww. they tried to knock me off but a bitch still grinding I'm a hot girl I do hot shit I do hot shit spend its income on my outfit on my outfit I don't text quick cuz I ain't thirsty ain't thirsty these bitches mad mad they want to hurt me ah ah I'm a hot girl I do hot shit I do hot shit, spend his income on my outfit. On my outfit. I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty. I ain't thirsty. These bitches bad. Mad. Don't wanna hurt me. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm a rich nigga magnet. Eww. Pretty with a fatty. With a fatty. 30 inch weave with the long eyelashes. Long eyelashes. Guess I got a man if I don't like cool skin boy. Bye. I don't stand outside because i'm too outstanding ah because the girls in the hood are always hard ever since 16 i've been having a job knowing nothing in life but i gotta get rich you can check the throwback pics i've been that bitch. Ah, i'm a hot girl i do hot shit i do hot shit spend his income on my outfit on my outfit i don't text quick because i ain't thirsty i ain't thirsty these bitches mad. Mad. They want not hurt me. Ah. Ah. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. I do hot shit. Spend his income on my outfit. On my outfit. I don't text quick because I ain't thirsty. I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad. Mad. They want not hurt me. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <rough> song there. <laughs> You're a
5: bad bitch. girl. Like, yeah. From what the sounds <laughs> of that. Whew. all
10: right Whew. you ready for too many rapes after rapes doc rapstein's basement
7: mm. uh,
10: I didn't realize I thought like this week was Halloween so uh, I got two Halloween episodes now
7: all
10: right you, you need a drink is this is oh there we go. <laughs> I want to make sure that juice is uh not thirsty as uh, his, his song stated. Let me get the script ready. I got all my volumes back up. Too many rapes after rapes. Doc, Rapestein's basement.
5: After Phantom Bonas, You Know the Vibe show got canceled, he went back to the burned down Rapestein mansion to cry about it. Yow, yow. Y'all,
11: I'm such a fucking piece of shit. I wish my dead Uncle Willie was still alive. Then I wouldn't have all these stupid fucking fines to pay off. And he would make me feel all better by pouring powdered sugar all over his balls and making me lick it off in front of all of his cool drinking bodies. Oh shit. There's a fucking cellar door. It looks like the entire Nazi stronghold wasn't destroyed. Maybe there's a sweet suicide machine down there that I can use. And all the vibes. Eww.
5: After climbing down the cellar ladder, stupid Phantom Bona only found a big machine with a sign that said Demon Containment Unit and a little jar with a tiny man inside it. Thinking the tiny man might feel good inside his asshole, he dropped his pants and picked up the jar. The man inside instantly
6: started speaking. Hey, dickhead. I know you're planning to put me up your ass, and that might feel pretty fucking great. But if you say my name three times, I'll get bigger and we can go fuck with all the people who have hurt you in life. My name is Skeetlejuice, baby. <laughs>
11: Yo, 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 that fucking monkey cop and rape doctor have always been real cunts to me. But you must have done something fucked up to have gotten shrunk down and put in a jar, skeety, skeety juice. You know the vibes? Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. I used to be a German doctor in World War II, and I worked for Adolf. When he figured out the medicine I gave him was just my man juice in a medicine cup, he had his piece of shit nephew shrink me down with some weird voodoo magic, and I've been trapped in this jar ever since, baby. (laughs) Yo,
11: yo, yo, that's a cool story, you creep. How do I know you won't end up fucking me over and making me drink your cum or something cool like that? You know the vibes.
6: (laughs) Oh, just shut the fuck up and say my name three times, you moron.
11: (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. Okay, here it goes. Skeetle juice. Skeetle juice. Skeetle
0: juice.
1: war finally over and the planet saved, Captain Francis Tubestakes of Rape Force seized control of the White House using the document signed by Tronald Dump forfeiting the entire country to him. He renamed it the United Rapes of America, beginning a new era never before seen. This is the story of After Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in
5: front of a live studio audience. After saying Skeetle Juice three times, Skeetle Juice grew to full human size.
11: Yo, yo, want to go kill that monkey cop and doctor now, Skeetle Juice? You know the vibes? Yeah. <laughs>
6: Oh, we'll have plenty of time to do that stuff, baby. Let's go back to your place first. I want to take a shower, get fucked up, and sleep in a bed. I haven't done any of that shit in about 80 years.
5: After going back to Phantom Bonus's apartment, Skeetlejuice took a shit and showered. Then ate all the food and smoked all of Phantom Bonus's crack. Phantom Bona tried getting him to kill Greaser and Daxter for a week. But all Skeetlejuice did was jerk off on everything he owned and kept giving him medicine cups full of cum that Phantom Bona drank five times a day. When Phantom Bona got sick of Skeetlejuice's shenanigans, he got in his Rape Van and drove to Rapesville Police Department.
10: Oh, hey rapper, me haven't seen you in week. Me haven't gotten to fuck with you or hear a shitty song. It been kind of nice. Me hate you.
11: Yo, yo, monkey. Just listen to this.
7: D-I-N-E.
11: Yo, there was a sour door and I needed to investigate. I opened up the door and in there, I found the man of my dreams, at least I thought so. He was a little thing in a bottle, he told me his name was Skittle Juice, he told me he Kill all the people that fuck with me for the years and years and years that I've been being fucked with And I said, fucking that's awesome, he was gonna murder some people for me What do I gotta do for your skittle juice juice? And he was like, just say my name Just say my name, say it three times And I was like, skittle juice, skittle juice, skittle juice And I was ready, he turns into human size and me and Skeetlejuice were gonna go out the town and kill you and the doctor first But first Skeetle Juice was like Hey Tris, I gotta get high and shit Bring me to your house, I need a nap I was like alright Skeetlejuice, let's do this But he never wanted to leave or do anything He just kept jerking off on everything Everything was full of cum. I love cum and shit, but it got to a point where it was just gross. I mean, all my records, they're just covered in cum now. It's awful. I mean, my microwave, like you can't even open it. It's, it's, it's it's gross. It's gross. And then he just kept giving me like cups of fucking cum every day. And I drank them like five times a day. I do not he just told me I had to do that. And he told me if I did that, that eventually he'd come and kill you. Yeah, that's right. I'm Cicato Juice. I told the Drizz to drink my cum because I'm the best.
5: That's what he kept saying. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Skittle just bad. Doc,
10: tell me in space only way to stop him is with Shrink Ray or a million demons can kill him. Want to go get Fembot? She have Shrink Ray. Yo, yo.
11: Just come with me to my apartment, Gorilla. When we get there, you grab that son of a bitch and throw him in my van. Then we'll take care of the rest. You know the vibes? Yeah.
5: <laughs> when Greaser and Phantom Bona arrived at Phantom Bona's apartment, they found Skeetle Juice jerking off on Phantom Bona's pillows. Greaser tasered him, hogtied him, and threw him in the back of the rape Ray- VAN. Ray- van. van. They drove to Doc Rapestein's basement and opened the Demon Containment Unit. A million demons were instantly released and raped Skeetlejuice until there was nothing left of him. Phantom Boner and Greaser went out for cheeseburgers. Meanwhile, down at the White House.
0: Uh, Uh, Hey, baby.
10: Do you see all those demons raping people? in the streets, uh, through the window there. Is that fucking normal?
13: Oh, fuck that shit, Daddy. Let's just deal with that next week. I had a full night of ice cream and anal planned for you.
10: Oh, God damn it, Sexy, that sounds
5: like a plan. Will the legions of demons destroy Rapesville? Will Phantom Boner lick all the cum off the pillows? You'll just have to wait for next week. Same rape time, same rape channel. That's too many rapes. After saying Skeetle Juice, <laughs> Juice, Rob, you have one demented mind. Now I have the damn giggles. <laughs> oh, shit. That's amazing. <laughs> uh,
10: at Isaac Arthorn, voice Skeetle Juice for us, and as always, at Flirt Writer Doll and at Spicoli TV on Twitter, follow them all. Fucking great, Skeetle Juice, and now uh, demons, demons, yeah, Or something. So uh, stay tuned for next week or something. We'll we'll be back in a few moments with uh, drizzle news and slim celebrity gossip and news. Where's um a break? Music. Here we go. We'll be back.
11: I actually got to be honest, no and I'm probably gonna sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a
10: timeshare
5: then. <laughs> I'm not
10: gonna You're sign you a up. Timeshare. Oh, <laughs> all right. I know a
5: guy. <laughs> good old timeshare Slim over there. <laughs> yeah.
10: What
2: do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. Twenty five hundred a
11: year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up.
13: Hey, it's Ryder. Your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls, offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderdoll Doll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams.
6: The childhood home, a stroll down memory lane for some, for others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in twenty years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Ah! Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from isaacthorn.com and retailers everywhere.
2: Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I
10: didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared.
8: Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths. From toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? what do we do with young killers and do they kill again until next time
15: don't be scared
2: it is you
9: know what i'm saying oh my goodness
2: so what's the time it's time to get out oh, what's the time it's time to get out What's the time? It's time to get, get ill so what's the fu- So long to get so long to start it. feel like yeah. we y'all feel that owe y'all something. Bro yeah. down, I put my root down. I kick it root down, I put my root down. So how we gonna kick it, gonna kick it.
11: back getting ready for some drizzle news oh fuck, uh,
10: fuck this is drizzle news ah, what is it uh, definitely that first one Like a teen. You gotta stay away from the teens, Driz. Mm, so That's elementary school kids lie, Driz. You gotta fucking listen. Listen to to the law, Driz. Not the fucking not the law on your pants. Alright, here we go. through knives, plates, and wrenches and burning debris during a stand-up with police dress.
11: Was he throwing them at the police or a cuby? I was just going to say, that
10: sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. Gloucester Township, New Jersey. A local man is accused of throwing firebombs and knives that police turn a five and a half hour standoff. Sunday, 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 Driz. That sounds like he had a lot of shit to throw, right? He's like a fucking Batman. He's like a professional thrower or Y'all, something. Yo, he's
11: probably got a magic thermos that had all that shit in there. All of a nut
10: is also a legend to me targeted officers with wrenches and ceramic plates and or wielded a blowtorch during an incident on the 1600 block of Longcrest Lane, said the Gloucester uh, Sheriff's Department. Matt is, is 33 years young, was arrested by officers who entered his home. Then use pepper balls and a taser to secure him without injury. So those Dude. cops, they took care of him, right, just Yeah, they
11: were it. like, uh, you can have all you fucking want knives, ceramic plates. Drummases. We're not using bullets.
10: Gloucester County Police to. Chief David Hawkins praised the incredible amount. Of restraint and professionalism shown by the officers, Driz. They're professionals. AF, this is what they say in the drizzle industry, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He
10: said police at the scene will safely remove family members from the home. They were also like, We're not gonna kill you, little baby. We're gonna take those little babies and maybe give them to the drizzle for a week till you're out of jail.
11: Y'all, yeah, he must have been a white guy.
10: The incident began around 11 You got a good point there, Driz. You got a good point. It began around 11 p.m. Sunday, 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 when a tow truck driver attempted to remove a vehicle. Near the suspect's home, said a police account, uh, it alleged Nut Magnus threw a glass bottle from a second floor window, nearly striking the driver. Nut uh, then began screaming at an officer who was accompanying the driver and threw another glass mug. The account legend. it said Nut uh, who also at uh, times hung out the window, tried to ignite a glass full of liquid, believed to be an accelerant. You ever take an accelerant or drizzle one of those
12: drizzles? Yeah,
10: the, the also used a blowtorch in an attempt to uh, ignite a window.
11: Yo, he had a lot of shits so off in front of his window. Why was he trying yeah. to block that window drizz? I gotta look
10: into that, right? What yeah. <laughs> the fuck? What is that name? What is this fat bitch? Oh,
11: that's a fucking hot? I'll see the girl in my dreams. All of those pink tails. Pink tails.
10: Elderly Vietnam veteran assaulted while showing support for Donald Trump, Dries.
11: Yeah, I'd assault her. Uh, Massachusetts
10: woman was arrested on suspicion of assaulting an elderly man who was expressing support for Donald uh, Trump.
11: Yeah, she wasn't assaulted.
10: Kiara R. Dudley... 34 years young of Douglas is accused of assault and battery on an elderly person causing injury following an incident at the intersection of Main and Webster Street on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday for the wind Driz. Douglas police said they were called to, uh, on reports of disturbance around 12.08 p.m. Uh, when officers arrived at the scene, they learned a couple, that a couple had been uh at the intersection to show support uh, by holding the flags and signs is what's the prime name Tris? y'all I don't know well, police said around 30 minutes with a couple standing there. A group approached and started to break them and insult them and demand they leave Driz. As the elderly couple began to walk away, Dudley, is legend job, uh, bumped into the victim, a 73-year-old Vietnam veteran with a body, so she used a fat bump to Driz. Yeah. That's what they call drizzle in the drizzle industry. Yeah. The nice fat bump. Is that like foreplay? Yeah. To a young man, not an old man, you son of a bitch, the suspect yeah. is then accused of stepping on the elderly man's Veterans for sign Trump sign! for veterans for sign Trump. You
11: Yo, I don't like Trump, but that guy was old. You you fat fucking. As he bent down to pick it up,
10: Dudley Leslie yeah. knocked into the ground, causing an injury to his finger, all
11: Chill the, the fuck down. His middle Probably. finger
10: can't work anymore. Uh, Dudley was arrested by police and charged with assault and battery on this lovely person. And being an fucking, pig. A uh, fucking pig. she's a fat fucking pig that you would uh, fuck the shit out of, right, Joyce? Yeah,
11: I would. She's fucking hot.
10: Which hole would you fuck? All of them. Got a good point, uh, Joyce. Got a good point. The booking photo released by Douglas Police shows Dudley wearing a stick of a support for Vermont Senator and former 21 president candidate, hopeful Bernie Sanders. You think he's behind his fist?
11: Yo, he obviously hired Doug Dudley. You got a good point there, Jersey
10: got a good point. Anything else on that fat bitch?
11: Yo, I wanna fuck her while wearing a Magna hat.
10: Magna hat.
7: What's a Magna hat? <laughs> I don't know. Something that <laughs> just came up with. <laughs> Make
11: America nice and great again.
10: Alright. Here we go. Teens are going to juvenile detention for shoving a 74 pound log off a cliff for killing a photographer, Drews. Yeah, why was he standing there taking a picture of them? I know, right? They're doing log pranks. Mind your own business, yo, bitch. Ooh. Two Ohio teenagers were sentenced on Friday, Friday, Friday. And that the photographer, Victoria Keepshafer, 44, she's going to keep shaping to herself, right, Drews? Yeah, hold on. That's the girl? You got a good Ooh. point there, You got a good point. Jordan Buckley and Jaden Churches, both 17 years young i pleaded guilty as the prosecutor said they forced 74 pound log off a cliff. That's uh, a lot of log for little boys, right, Tris?
11: Yeah.
7: That sounds like a new
10: J song, a lot of log for yeah, little boys. A lot of log. It sounds like the, like the goddamn reason you're not allowed by any elementary schools anymore, right? To be honest.
11: I gave a lot of log to some little boys.
10: They must spend three years in Juvenile Detention Center, according to 10TV. Law and crime is naming them because they were previously charged as adults in murder cases before pleading down and involuntary manslaughter. Indeed, they can still face up to four and a half years as an adult in prison if problems occur in juvenile lockup. That sounds like a sitcom, right, Tris? Yeah. Prosecutors say Schaefer was near Old Man's Cave. Do you ever go near an Old Man's Cave like that, Tris? Yeah, I love me some Old Man's Cave.
14: Who doesn't, yeah.
10: huh? Well, that bitch fatally got struck by a log going to the Old Man's yeah. Cave, Tris.
11: Yeah, they shouldn't go to juvenile they didn't you never fucking think know. about a big log going mm-hmm. here an old man's
10: cape, but you should right dress mm-hmm. for example buckley denied kicking a touch in the log but he blamed churches for it. it was all churches fault that mm-hmm. son of a bitch, right i didn't kick that guy log. i already caught the body what? Uh, right? I already <laughs> caught a body by the age of 16? All of that He's means... He's been killing 16-year-olds for years, dude. Yeah. That's what that means. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's killing everybody with logs. He
11: was like, I know I've been killing people with logs. Usually people don't give a fuck. Now These they care. These are satanic logs. Uh. They're possessed.
10: <laughs> Trust me on this. I didn't push it off, but I moved the log with him. I pulled it out. You never pull out the log, right, Jus? That's when the log comes yeah. out when you pull out.
11: You gotta keep that deep in old man's cave. Yeah. You got a good
10: point, there, Jus. You got a good point. <laughs>
11: Poor kids though. Like the I'm logs. sure they didn't fucking know that. Oh my god! Seventy down there. <laughs> they were like, yeah,
10: let's. They this. were like, this is gonna be fun. I'm just gonna drop a log near this old man's cave. <laughs>
11: but look before you drop the Where log. Where is the celebrity news? Look before you log, kids. Look before you. That's log. That's,
10: that's sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck do we got? Go down. Uh. Don't go first too Go. Okay, uh, go Jeff, go Jeffy, go homie, and go Cardi. All
11: right, Jeff home card.
0: This is Slim Celebrity Gossiping News. Oh, yeah.
11: What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Uh, New Yorkers, Jeffrey Tubin, embarrassingly stupid. Zoom fail, suspended for exposing himself. <laughs> oh, he exposed himself on a Zoom call? He's like accidental.
10: <laughs> accidental, huh? Uh,
11: let's see. Jeffrey Tubin is learning about the pitfalls of Zoom calls in the worst possible way, and the New Yorker. Has suspended him for his blunder. So he just had his dick out, and he didn't know. He just he was like, get did a Zoom great call.
10: interview, and he just went and he thought he was in another room, and nobody could see him. And he just yeah. started helicoptering, and go woo, <laughs> he woo. Didn't,
11: he didn't know the camera could pick his dick up. He no. thought it was just like his. Maybe chest it was
10: only up. a shadow, or maybe it was like a mirror in the corner of the bathroom that like Ooh. that fucking got back to the camera. The it er just started jerking off furiously. He's like, Fuck, <laughs> yeah, I killed it."
11: The lawyer, author, and legal analyst, who also contributes on uh, CNN, exposed himself himself on Zoom last week during a work call with the New Yorker staff and WNYC radio. Oh,
7: poor guy. Though
11: it's unclear exactly what went down, Tubin's owning up to his baffling Zoom deaf yeah. and his issued uh, has issued an apology. He says I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera.
10: Maybe it was oh. just like he wasn't wearing anything downstairs and just like stood up and thought the camera was off but it was still on.
11: I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and co-workers. Toobin claims he thought he was not visible to others on the call and thought he was on mute as Maybe well. So he, he just did said, like, like a ritual. He, Maybe he just
10: goes like in, yeah. in the back room and just like Just spreads his ass cheeks and just shits everywhere to, like, celebrate. But he didn't know the Zoom, he didn't know the webcam was still on. (laughs) He just just shits in the back of his room. Who knows? Or
11: he just sleeps fucking naked with his wife and woke up and was like, I ought to do the Zoom call and just didn't realize that
10: he'd be on Maybe. Okay, maybe. All right, maybe he was sitting down and got a boner. Because who doesn't that happen to every now and then? Right. And he just tucked the the dick into, like, the waistband of his sweats, but didn't realize the shirt... Wasn't covering it. It was also behind the dick. So he got up, and the helmet was just showing. You never do that, just <laughs> slim. Whatever. <you> <laughs> I have. I have, <laughs> I have like
11: walked out of my room with your <laughs> dick poking yeah, out. Yeah, just like oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 Wow! Uh, I made an embarrassing, stupid mistake. <laughs> you pulled a slim Tubin. <laughs> Evidently not. In the New Yorker says it was uh, has suspended him while they investigate what happened. It's unclear <laughs> what, what the heck they're investigating. As Trump says, it is what it is. Oh, so Trump's, Trump's like, That's like fine. oh, you, you, you saw just, you saw some
2: dick. Just saw
11: Whatever. A Tubin it's, did it's appear okay. on CNN over the weekend, though. But he won't be on again for a bit and that's because it. it has granted him time off while he deals with a personal issue. His what is, is personal show is Tubin issue. with Tubin is, is going to
10: be ahead. That's all I know. <laughs> too good.
7: Tubin He's, with Tubin. Oh,
11: Tubin with Tubin. I thought you said too good
10: with Tubin. Oh, oh too good one. with Tubin. I was thinking he was like on a tube in the middle of like the just water naked. with his dead cat just jerking off and everyone's like, whoa, Tubin's look tubin at this with guy. Tubin. And like, yeah, it's, it's in, up in the in, in fucking, you know, like George and shit. Who knows?
11: I want to actually see. I'll have to research that later because yeah, I want to see it. I could have also looked.
10: I wanted to know like you know it's out there but you know yeah. like I unless it was just a live thing and they just like never never uh, put it anywhere else it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I failed to see how somebody didn't get a screenshot or something of it mm. but we'll see we'll see i want to see what else i want to see his helmet so see <laughs> <wanna this> celebrity.
11: <laughs> home improvement star zachary ty Bryan makes bail what after strangulation ass- uh, arrest is Ooh. That- yeah, look I how never, creepy he looks. He still I looks never like the, watched he looks home about improvement.
10: fifty now, but he still looks like the creepy kid he was. <laughs> home improvement was just a dumb a dumb Was thing.
11: it like a Roseanne like spinoff Tim or something? Tim Allen
10: or? no, it was oh. Tim Allen. He was a dad and he grunted and built cars while trying to raise two kids and had a fat insufferable wife and he had a neighbor that would peek over a fence but you never saw the neighbor's face. You just saw his eyes and his hat. So that's funny, Ooh, right, Trace? Sounds hilarious. Sounds like, a <laughs> sounds like an Adam Sandler. Sounds like an Adam Sandler Show that could run for decades yeah. in the 90s.
11: That great time, Brian, is heading back home after getting busted for allegedly choking out his girlfriend. Damn right, I ain't making that and money he wasn't anymore. in jail for long. Ah, uh, damn we right. We broke the story, the Home Improvement store was arrested late Friday night in Eugene, or... And booked Oregon. or and booked on three charges, including fourth degree assault, strangulation, and interfering with making a report. How oh, so he-, he
10: tried like breaking her phone while she was calling the cops. I guess I'm so. is that what that is. Or yeah. unless he started throwing like fucking wrenches while the cop was like filling that paperwork. Is that
11: him as a kid in the show? I don't uh, know. No. After posing for his mugshot and spending the night. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Night <laughs> Lane, Lane County Coach, Jail. Yeah. Zachary was released Saturday night on 8,500 cash bail. Lane County uh, Pre-Trial Pre-trials. Services Supervisor Brian... Sanaza <laughs> tells TMZ: Wartel Zachary has also been issued a no contact order, Damn. typically after a domestic violence arrest. I would hope so that after you try to strangle yeah. your girlfriend, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, go home to her. <laughs> yeah. go, go make her, go have her make you a Girlfuge, sandwich. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be fine, buddy. <laughs> so we get it. Sometimes you slip up and choke a bitch." It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> red, red states do that, I <laughs> yeah. feel. So he's required to stay away from the alleged victim and can't contact her in any way. Zachary's next court appearance is scheduled for Friday, but we're told the DA is still deciding whether to charge him. They, just, they were like, just just didn't you see how him? cute he was in that yeah, show? Like, Come on. Why
10: to decide We gotta charge this adorable fucking man-child. <laughs> he just oh. choked her. She didn't die. We got charged Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> He's like, all right, give me give me, give me, like five uh, autographs of Tim Allen and we can get this dropped. Everybody needs one. The judge, the fucking prosecutor.
11: Assigned oh. box set. We'll take care of you.
10: Wink. Yeah.
11: Uh, Cardi B turns off Twitter over Offset Reunion. I'm no Ariana Grande.
10: I guess Ariana Grande got back with an ex and people talk shit on Twitter, but she stayed on. So I guess she's like. Cardi B. I thought Cardi B was tough. I thought Cardi yeah, B. Yeah, I thought the she
11: like punches bitches. Didn't in she public?
10: fucking yeah? Didn't she fuck shit up and but like online she just can't handle him, it. Yeah, yeah. She, she took like, shit something yeah. yeah, she's the original Tubin. <laughs> she <laughs> drugged guys and like raped them and stole all their shit back in the day.
11: Cardi B is turning off Twitter because she says her fans are toxic. Yeah, so she's done all that fucking shit, but she can't take online criticism. Yeah, that's
10: what I mean. Like, yeah, you can't take a couple trolls, you dumb bitch. Wow. Especially
11: after her decision to get back with Offset, and she's not about to let them treat her like a Disney
10: star. Yo, I could be no Disney bitch. (laughs) I ain't no fucking Anna Montana over here. <laughs>
11: what? CD's, uh Twitter account is non-existent as of Monday I'm
10: deleting this shit right now Just
11: after she apparently deactivated it this weekend The move to go dark follows a wild rant she went on Saturday on IG Live In which she called out her fans for getting all up in her biz about her marriage
10: Well that's what happens when you're a fucking public celebrity fucking figure, Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
11: Yeah, people talk about my business all the time. It's cool. Nobody uh, does that, Driz. Yeah, they do. They're like, yo, Driz, remember the time you did that thing? And I'm like, I don't remember. Uh,
10: remember seems- that time you thought uh, Gumbo was Gumby?
11: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's
10: on, Poppy. It seems
11: a lot of her followers are uh, expressing concern uh. or are just flat out pissed about her getting back with her husband. Why do people even give just a shit? Honestly, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like,
10: things happen. People fuck. They get like, back together. Whatever. They fight. Like, yeah, just fucking who gives a shit.
11: Cardi says some have even reached out to friends of hers, asking them to intervene. Whoa. Because she's not well for uh, the reconciliation. Yeah, that's a
10: bit much. Who goes through that much trouble, though? Yeah, like, uh, I still
11: wouldn't up. delete yeah. my Twitter, but. Yeah, but like the fans are just like, stay out of her but fucking Cardi's business. Cardi's had enough. Yep, Cardi had more than enough of it. She literally cussed out her f- fans, telling them to stay in their lane. <laughs> and said she's grown and will do whatever the hell she wants. Cardi also invoked JoJo whatever she and love. Ariana Grande in her triad saying uh, teenage fans were engaging with her and acting as if she's a former child Disney star or something. Nope. Cardi checked on that. And that and told him to butt out because she's got real problems. I got
10: grown bitch problems. Yeah, BTW. you also
11: like need to learn to just ignore people. So yeah. it's,
10: it, it, it's like
11: it's you too full see, there. The fans used to drug men and, and the robbed off. them. Like I
10: feel like you'd be able to get through this little twit, Twitter, tweet, Twitter, whatever it's called. <laughs> twat, I don't know. She, little,
11: twat. uh, <laughs> little twatter. Little uh, twatter. BTW, CB also gave a little bit of insight into why she can't just up and go date someone new so easily, uh, saying she's not your average Jane who can play the field on the low. I feel like, like that's all no... no other
10: man could put up with her shit. I guess so. Like She yeah. ain't no
11: Disney star or average Jane.
0: Ooh.
10: Anything
11: I was else? trying to think what else she could be. I don't know. <laughs> Remember? She ain't Already. no regular cunt is what yeah. she's saying there, She ain't no My Little Pony. uh uh-huh. Um, remember, already, Cardi touched on this issue of an over-invasive fan base infiltrating her real life, but in much more jokey terms. Now she's not playing. Some fans have crossed the line for her, and she's taking a timeout
10: because of it. Hubie took it. Hubie fucking took everything the Ted gave him, and then they just even, throwing shit at like, Hubie. saved the people that were fucking with him when his mom tried burning them alive, so... Okay, so think about you the Watch shit. Hubie and learn, th- 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 Cardi. This is a good point. Think about. I'm this gonna shit. email your friends and tell them to have you watch Hubie, Cardi. <laughs>
11: think of the shit that Adam Sandler probably goes through on right? Twitter. Younger... And he hasn't
10: gotten off. How many <laughs> twenty minutes of podcasts have just told him he's a fucking piece of shit? <laughs> 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 Gotta be a lot at this point. Gotta be a lot. Yeah. Fuck, he was making shitty movies before podcasts.
11: I really. don't think I've ever heard anyone
10: said they love uh, Adam Sandler. No maybe Adam Sandler yeah <laughs> we're <laughs> all his buddies I guess yeah. Steve and... that fucking check from being <laughs> a buddy is definitely a reason to love I guess he's putting your kids to college Tim Meadows who hasn't done anything since SNL like yeah there's definitely a bunch there's definitely a bunch of love but it's it's like five people they're,
11: they're just using him yeah just like we do fun why can't we and he interview Adam man. Right? I don't why know. can't we
10: be one of those yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> we need to Why ch- can't it be like Robin Adam show? <laughs> that would be worse. Let's
11: be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I like, don't know. This is pretty bad. Robin Adam would be awful. People
5: throwing things <laughs> at me.
10: Holy fuck! Christ, I think we got on break.
7: Hey, Rob, I'm making
11: a new movie. But this time, instead of throwing things at me, people are just going to be pushing me. is that Next funny? I'm going
10: to be an internet rapper. And just, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got this rapper character. He be rap. Get the fuck out of here. Everybody yeah.
11: hates him and throws things at him. But he's got a magic... Pants. got a magic He's pants. He's based on a
10: real guy that works in uh, retail. Got a,
11: a magic mic. Yeah. Microphone, like he talks
1: into it and it does crazy things. It
10: turns into a butt plug.
1: It turns into a butt plug. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 855-380-FAST, 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 855-380-3278. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but... It's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter? At theharperguys. Or, so, sh- or ch- shoot it.
11: What? That? That? My That's what we do all the time. Choose an email at theharperguys
1: at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Pip pip. Cheereo.
5: Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to
1: our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about
5: the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground?
1: But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode (laughs) and
5: we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on twitter at blockbuster cast so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies Robin Slim Slim show (laughs)
8: hello there this is honey honey Hi. lauren
10: how are you
8: good good oh my gosh
10: whose voice is this rob <laughs> okay you're rob and, and uh, i am
11: it. slim yeah I'm slim.
10: the whiny like Aww. almost peepy peasant is slim
11: i don't think i'm whiny and pew but i can <laughs> say that word <laughs>
10: You've never heard that uh, word, we just talked about it. You guys them. sound so good. Thank you, oh, thank so you. <laughs> do you, so do you. Actress and writer and a cult film star from L.A., correct? Uh,
8: thank you, yes, I love that. Cool,
10: cool. Yes. And uh, the, the, the <laughs> reason I had you on, you were pitching me um, for a film you wrote and directed called Wives of the Skies, um, which is yes. about uh, stewardesses. It was, it was amazing. <laughs>
8: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so excited about this film. And, um, of course, you know, we released it, and two weeks later there was a huge pandemic. So,
10: ah, I was wondering about where it fell. I didn't know if it had been, like, done before the pandemic and got released. I didn't know, like, what time it, it, it was released.
8: Yeah, it, it, you know, we finished it and posted it, and then um, we got into a fe- you know, our first festival, literally 14 days before everything shut down. And I just remember being there and going, gosh, I think Italy's having a terrible time. (laughs) Wow. Wow! Yeah, it was crazy. So that, yeah, that was, that was nutty. So Um, out there
10: have, um, have, has filming resumed. Uh, we talked to our buddy, Steve Coulter a few weeks ago, and he says (laughs) he's in Georgia and he said, really not much has uh, resumed as far as acting and all.
8: Yeah, you know, there there is stuff, not not tons of stuff. There's a, there's more non-union stuff which is sketchy, but mm. um but even you know, I'm just going to say the union stuff, we have something called guidelines and they're not rules, they're just guidelines. Uh, so that's not tr- cool. You know, we no. need to have like very Set rules that are solid, not that you know. It's just a guideline if you want to test someone three days in advance. But
10: <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> yeah, there should you be know. there should be set set things going on yeah. or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I want to ask you what was the uh, yeah. what was your reason for making uh, uh, Wives of the Skies? Like, what got you like I got to make a film about yeah. stewardesses and. Uh, also, not to go all over the place, but it was set in 1965. Um, was there a reason in specific that it was set in that year?
8: Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good question. You know, the airline industry, is particularly stewardesses, a uh, service industry, for that has so many different faces. Uh, um, when when air, stewardesses first were being used for commercial airlines, they had to be nurses, and that was in the 40s. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. And by the time the '60s rolled around, it was the sexy skies. <laughs> Fly the sexy skies. So that that was like getting people to go on airplanes because of the hot girls that you know were stewardesses. And um, that subject matter really intrigued me a lot, actually. Somebody, a guy, I, a guy I worked with, sent me a link to, um, gosh, these. Vintage Sturgis outfits that were on eBay and they were being bought and sold and bid on at very high prices, very collectible by men. So I was like, What is this
10: fetish? I'm intrigued. Fetish. Yeah. Wow. You know? That's what just popped in my head. Like, what? Yeah, that's a huge fetish. Wow.
8: <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's like this whole culture. And um so that was where the seed of the idea came from. Of course, there's a lot more in the movie, as you know, but. Um I was really fascinated by that aspect and then when I did my research on the uniforms I was just the whole era was fascinating because these women this was a time that they were to be married at this age and have children and here they these kind of brave women taking these jobs away from home right mm. so they're not even at home working but they were treated very much like rock stars. They were wearing couture, the so designer outfits. The, they had big-name designers making the stewardess uniforms like Mary Wells and Yves Saint Laurent and Pucci. Yes. So they got, got to be wearing these wonderful designer outfits, and they stayed at stewardess hotels. It was actually a very glamorous time for uh, these women. So yeah. it was interesting. And, of course, like, you know, my background is ballet. And that's a really short life, you know, if you're going to, like, dance. You, you know, you, you, it's kind of over at a young age. <laughs> yeah. And with is it's kind of the same in those days. <laughs> by the time you're 30, you were retired.
10: Wow, wow. And I want to ask, too, yeah. as far as uh, the movie goes, the uniforms they had were amazing. Were they vintage uniforms, or did you have them made oh. just for the movie?
8: Thank you for asking, yes. uh They were actually made by a wonderful uh Designer name. Her name is Steffi Stephanie Skull. Uh, her and I worked to design uniform together. She made it. I had to pick the colors, which got changed sort of at the last minute because of the the room that I got for the hotel room it was so beautifully mid century kind of monochromatic lavenders. And I'm like, okay, the colors I originally had for a lot of the outfits, I had to switch up. Oh. But they were they were new out newly made to look vintage.
10: That's what I, and, I did appreciate and, about the the move the film it was just yeah the colors everything was just dead on like dead on I felt for, uh, like the, the era. thank
8: you you know I have to tell you we got lucky on a lot of things because the um, especially because we're shooting in Los Angeles so it's so expensive so I couldn't get a real hotel room let alone I couldn't afford to design a room like on a sound stage that would have been ideal mm. i got an airbnb that uh, in the valley this uh, uh, and i looked at the pictures and there were like two lavender couches and i mean this beautiful lavender room and then the blue wall for the kitchen area i'm just like whoa 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 this looks very vintage and also of course lavender is national lesbian color these two ladies they were in love. I, and so
10: I thought I, was I wasn't sure. I, that was one thing. Like there was so much sexuality, and at some points, I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Like, is this
7: gonna?
10: <laughs> Where's this gonna go? But it was. It's perfect. It, it's. They're a little innocent as well as very promiscuous with the, I, I, the bondage. The bondage was like a major yes. thing. A lot of
8: bondage.
10: <laughs> even the dinner. <laughs> even the chicken brought out for dinner was like all all tied up. <laughs> It's very funny because when
8: people, you know, this to me is such a G-rated film. But, you know, yes. there's, there's some hardcore bondage in this movie. <laughs> and um, the Kimbaku was, was really important. I, I had, a, a obviously, a, a master, Master K, did the Kimbaku or the Shibari. And um, that was very well rehearsed. And uh, we went to the rope dojo before we shot to come up with design and lighting and things like that, all the important things
10: you need. Yes. And also to
8: make sure that these brave actresses were were comfortable and weren't they brave?
10: Can yes. you imagine? I got to say, too, um, I'm not usually into blondes, but oh, my God, that uh, which one was it? Uh, Cindy? <laughs> Cindy, is something special? i laughing
8: so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Madison Bullock, okay, and Rachel Leg. Now Madison was the blonde in real life. She's got dark hair just like Rachel. And Madison gave the most uh ama- they both gave amazing performances. Yes. She looked so good in that blonde wig that I mean, she's so iconic with that yes. hairstyle. Yes,
10: that was it, the hairstyle, everything. Everything was just dead on. And I love the guys too. Um oh my god, what was it, Derek and um who yes. was who was the yes. <laughs> camera guy? And Kevin.
8: Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Drew Brandon Jones playing Derek, who was fantastic and sexy, I thought. Is he a real and Brit? he's so cute because he, he says he always plays nerds. I'm like, well, you're James Bond now, baby.
10: <laughs> <laughs> is, is he, <laughs> he a, a real British man, or is that an, an accent he did?
8: That's his, he's British. He's <sighs> cool. the most fascinating human being. He, he is English, and when he was seven, his mom, and he moved to Texas. So wow. um, that's pretty fascinating, but of course his accent is very, very fair And um, the yeah. other wonderful actor, Sebastian um, Fernandez, he's fantastic, gives really good face. What a what a great face he had, <laughs> and yes. uh, he did a wonderful job too.
7: Yeah. So he was I was. Just- he I was, was just obviously just just brought cast.
10: on. He wasn't. He wasn't like Derek. Tried being like, "This is my camera guy," but it was just so obvious. He just met this guy on the street and was like, <laughs> yes! "Hold this camera while I go up and do this documentary." <laughs> <laughs>
8: he met him like in the lobby of the stewardess Hotel. <laughs> hey, got some girls up here.
10: That's what I was yeah, you, where that's- the hotel was because I that hotel was gorgeous. That that elevator when it showed going up, I was like, "This is like definitely a vintage." hotel. I didn't know where yeah. where it was set.
8: <laughs> well, you know, of course, we didn't shoot in a hotel. That was actually stock footage that we bought. Okay. And if you look very closely in there, it looks like there are stewardesses in the elevators. So we were like, yes! It was very hard to find the elevators. And in <sighs> fact, uh, we were going to do an elevator shot and create an elevator, but um, it, it didn't happen. We didn't need it. Yeah. And the, the lobby was Actually, the famous Maltabon Theater in Hollywood, which is like from the 20s, and we were able to use their upstairs lobby, and we just got in there, and we transformed it into a stewardess hotel lobby. Wow! So, yeah, and we shot it. We did a lot of tricks with it to make it look a lot bigger than it was. um, We had to angle it this way, and that just to... Oh, and we cheated. Let's just put it (laughs) that way. And my wonderful cinematographer... Davy Robertson, boy, is he good? He he really
4: he did his job so well. He
10: did. Oh. I, I I love hearing that. I just yeah, I felt like it was all just a real location. Like I I love that. It was just so well done. So well done, honey.
7: Oh,
8: that is so cool. Yeah, you know, we were. I was uh, very lucky to get that um, that hotel again. Uh, Madison you liked our blonde. She was also a producer on the film, and she was instrumental in booking the multibund for us. So she, lucky us that we had her, and it worked. You know, we we pulled it off. I was just like, whoa, thank God, because it's really hard to get a hotel, let alone a mid-century, you know, looking hotel (laughs) in L.A. Yes. So expensive.
10: What was one of your favorite uh, moments making the film?
8: Well, I'll tell you, Probably um, when Madison was, was hopping across the room. To me, that was like the absolute funniest moment for me. That was my favorite moment. Yes. We had already figured that out in rehearsal at the, at the rope studio. But when she was so dazzling to look at in that red rope on the blue dress. Yes, just so beautiful I was so stunned just like oh my god it hurts my eyes to look and that was such a great moment I just listened. when I watched her hopping you know we knew that was happening yeah. I was like okay we got something here
10: <laughs> I love too uh, when she was like look how this uh, outfit doesn't rise up and she like leaned over she bent over I was like oh my god yeah. <laughs>
8: Okay, that's real stuff, you know. Back in the day with these outfits, they had a special fabric that actually had this staying power so that when they bend over, it wouldn't ride up the back. Or when they poured drinks, we tried this on camera, but we, we ended up cutting this little part. But um, when she poured drinks, the sleeves would inch up just enough as to not graze, you know, graze the top of the uh, glass as she would serve and wow. you know, pass a drink. Wow. So we were able to do that effect, but we weren't able to, it was just that, that was the longest scene on the planet, just so you know, <laughs> the <laughs> uniform scene.
10: Oh, where did we see so, that? I want the outtakes. I want the, or the director's cut. Yeah.
8: <laughs> 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 so funny. So all those things were real. You know, that, that was like a real thing that, that, uh, they had hats that, that would, that were cooling so oh my gosh i gotta tell you one other quick story there's there was braniff airlines has a video that's called the strip tease and as they would reach higher altitudes these stewardesses would peel off their outfits so that they might start off with like three layers and just end up in a tiny mini skirt or something with a little top wow it's called the strip is that
15: crazy? Why, why did
11: this, this go away? Yeah, like, why, I, where, where
15: are
10: these flights?
11: I, I want to fly, and <laughs> I don't usually fly anyway. I'm yeah. just going to fly
10: somewhere and fly Let's back. Like, what? <laughs> somewhere <laughs> slim. This why did this
8: disappear? Do you know, though? I'm telling you, it was... <laughs> it was such a crazy culture. <laughs> I'm curious, <laughs>
11: like, do you know why that changed or why that went away?
10: You'll see, yeah, sex cells, that was definitely, like, a sex symbol, uh, the stewardesses.
8: Yeah. I feel but, like, you know, now, nowadays they could never get away with it. And
10: nowadays. I feel like there was a guy that like, why can't I do that too? And, and right. it, it started, it started
7: yeah. a certain move.
11: Or somebody that was like, oh, you're, you know, objectifying <laughs> woman.
7: <laughs> yeah.
8: Exactly. Yeah. Now would be just like, you can't do that. But it's funny because on my Instagram, I have a lot of stewardess following me. And they're all very, very sexy girls. You know they're just really into it. It's 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 um, every picture is a sex picture. <laughs> I'm oh, like, thank, wow. you okay, <laughs> thank you for that. Okay, thank you for that. really funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in fact, I don't even think we're allowed to stay, stay steward stewardess anymore, are we? It's flight attendant.
10: Oh, so. oh, oh I was thinking yeah. steward. Yeah, you totally you totally nailed it. Yeah, I I think that's yeah that's the the, the term. <laughs>
15: Oh, yeah, because they're kind of
11: like boring now, right? There's nothing about them that stands out. They just give you like a pantsuit. And... Yeah, yeah that's... Like...
8: <laughs> that's true. It's a whole different world now. Yeah, <laughs> you could, you could actually you know, be an older gal and be a a you know a flight attendant now. So yeah. thankfully, they can keep their jobs past 28 or that's whatever.
10: Kind of a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You still oh, that yeah. money, and I feel like it's fun going all different places you know if you are one of them like it's got to be cool i don't know though yeah. i feel oh, like yeah. one time if i hit turbulence i would just be like i'm not doing this ever again i'm gonna work at kmart
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs>
8: oh my god well i will say i think that flight attendants are brave people because that is yeah. it is hard do- doing that job yeah that's that's Crazy. I'm always exhausted when I take an airplane. I'm like, God, I'm so tired. Yeah. Even if it was just an hour flight, I'm like, oh, this is exhausting.
11: <laughs> and you're just like every day you're like probably thinking, like, is the plane gonna go down? Yeah. Is it gonna get hijacked? <laughs> like oh, like <laughs> I'm
10: just going on that flight, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> like, I could die here.
11: Every time I've been on a plane, I've that stuff has gone through uh, my mind. So being a flight attendant's gotta be like every, it three every times day. a day.
7: Yeah. How- is this exact- going to be it?
8: How could they not? Yeah. I mean, you have to be like almost... Psychotic not to think of that. I mean, that's crazy. Of course, yeah. you're going to think it. Especially in the I know 60s. Every time I'm on a play, especially when I see like a big guy sitting next to me starting to cry because of the turbulence, I'm like, <laughs> we're all screwed.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the 60s, like you were just getting the pilot right out of the bar. Like, he'd been in the bar yeah. the whole time.
15: The bar, like, inside
8: yeah.
7: the cockpit, for
8: sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Yeah, there's her. Man, do you remember they used to, like, drink and they used to smoke on airplanes? Yeah,
10: I, I, I never flew in those days. But, yeah, I, I just remember even in the 90s, like, in the malls, they were still smoking.
8: Yes, yes. <laughs> well, certainly, I think in the 90s, I could be wrong, but I know that I'm pretty sure that they were smoking on airplanes, too. I think so.
11: Just, I think you're right. Yeah.
8: It seemed terrible. It's like, this is a tiny plane. Yeah. You know, look. <laughs>
10: Any anything that goes You're, wrong could set this whole thing off, but yeah, you could smoke, light up. <laughs>
8: yeah, <laughs> going for it.
10: Now it's like they don't oh, even want so you.
15: Your,
11: they don't even want your cell phone on. Like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, your cell phone, phone could make
5: <laughs> everything blow up. <laughs> oh, oh my
8: god, things have changed a lot. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really have. Oh wow,
10: honey, do you have any yeah. um, upcoming projects that you could tell us about?
8: Well, yes. First I have to tell people listening that they can see Wise of the Skies on Prime. So please go watch it and, and tell me what you think. That would be so awesome. And then in two weeks I have a feature coming out that I'm the, I play the title role in. It's it's called Sweet Taste of Souls. Mm. It's um I'm an actor also, so uh, I did not direct this one or write it but I was lucky to be able to be in it. And um, that that's going to be on all the different platforms, Video On Demand, every all of those platforms. And uh, it's sort of a thriller. They call it a social thriller. There is a horror element to it. And um, they're just the nicest people to work with. We shot it in uh, Julian, California. Which is a mountain village near San Diego in that area. So, anyway, it's pretty, it's kind of cool that, that, you know, it's got this great kind of mountain country feel. And uh, so that's coming out in November 1st. So, that's exciting. And also, I have another movie coming out. I'm not sure when, but sometime in the early part of 2021. And um, that's called Lila. And again, another thriller and um uh, wonderful director named um uh, Gordon Cowie so um he's he's really going to be somebody I decided he's so good he's just oh. his eye is so good nice that's awesome so, yeah so, so, it's fun it's exciting, nice. yeah, thank you for for asking. I really appreciate it. I you no,
10: no problem <laughs> no problem, yeah. It's been a blast talking, honey. Uh, where can everybody find you?
8: Aww. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh, the phone went out. Where Let's... can
10: everybody Where can everybody find you?
8: Oh, i yes. Oh, sure. I am at Honey Lauren um, on Instagram or Honey Lauren on Facebook or Let's see. I think it's at Honey Gay on Twitter.
10: Yes. Yes. And
8: uh, yeah, Honey Gay. The, Cause gay is my middle name, so oh, cool. easy to remember. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, so they can find me there, of course, and message me through IMDb or any of those places. So, and uh, uh, also, Wise of Skies has a Facebook page and an Instagram page as well. Does
10: so, it? Because I tried. You. I tried searching on Facebook earlier, and it's just I didn't search in the search bar on Facebook, but I tried just tagging when, when I when I put out our. Uh, you know, line up for interviews, I'll put, you know, I'll put the ad sign and then I'll, I'll type in the name and it didn't bring anything up. And Facebook is just oh. weird. Weird when uh, I try tagging things. So I didn't know. I didn't know if there was a Facebook page.
8: Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes I have trouble tagging my own page. I know. I'm just like, what is this? Sometimes yeah. it comes right up and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Facebook is so funny like
10: that. Yes.
8: Although yes. I, I must say it's it's the new, like, TV me but um it's like everything i have ever learned growing up i learned from tv i feel like everything i'm learning now is from facebook i don't think that's a good thing i don't know
10: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know either it, it's, it's it's it could be a great thing <laughs>
8: <laughs> i know maybe it's perfect oh my gosh So well, you guys need to stay safe where you are
10: you too honey and, thank um, you so much for talking
8: aww. to us. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure
10: to talk to you both.
7: Thank Absolutely you for having you. me.
10: No problem. And when the show goes up I will um I will send you all the links. All the links to the full show and oh, the individual
7: fantastic. interview.
8: Oh, I'd love it. And I'll I'll post away. That would be so amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much.
10: No problem. Thank you. <laughs> have a good have a good night and stay safe.
8: Oh, thank you. You too, both of you as well. Take, Take care. care. Take care.
10: <laughs> All right, I'm opening Spotify. I totally forgot to open it earlier. I didn't want to slow down my computer, but I'm running unnecessary things, like, slim.
11: I'm not running unnecessary things. What? Everything Look here at
10: is necessary. Look all that. That's, yeah. Oh, I don't know.
11: What is that? Steam, uh, Norton Norton Virus got, Protector. You got Obama. O- Obama, uh pro wrestler Johnny? What? Nor in 360. Who's pro wrestler Johnny? I don't know. What?
10: He's right there, you son of a bitch. He's died of COVID. Whoa. Well, at 59. Sorry, Johnny. His family. We'll be back. We'll be back probably not with Johnny, but.
11: Johnny uh, grappled against the likes of Ric Flair and the and
10: Hulk Hogan. Well, fucking. He shouldn't have be lost. COVID? He shouldn't have lost to the COVID then. I'm sorry, Johnny. This this, this, this
5: is Hollywood actor, Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Robin Slim. Rob's the old
1: one. Is Rob the old
5: one?
10: Yes. Yes. Rob's
5: the old
11: one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 75. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I
10: was, <laughs> I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> yeah.
11: we, we all met when we and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a
10: lot of candy, Steve. <laughs>
11: he had Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah. He, he did, you have, did you have a puppy?
5: Oh, I have a quick story.
7: The box here. had three. Free puppies,
10: but my dick was inside. <laughs> Robinson Show, we are on with Mona Shake, comedian in LA, correct?
15: That is correct.
10: Cool, cool. How are you tonight, Mona? Uh,
15: I'm good. How are you?
10: Pretty good, pretty are good. You? And you are, are you a Jersey girl originally?
15: I went to high school in Jersey City. I don't know if I qualify. As a Jersey girl, because I lived there for maybe like two years, and then I was out.
10: I feel like that's enough. That's yeah. enough to get the taste. So is that of enough to
15: claim? Is that enough to claim me as Jersey girl? Yeah,
10: yeah. You, well, it depends. That's... Does anybody ever like go like, "What are you from, Jersey, or something?" What are you, are you from, Jersey, or something, Mona?
15: No, no. <laughs> people, people always say, "Or oh, what? Are you from New York or something?" Because <laughs> My New York uh,
10: thing comes out a lot. Nice, nice. So, but you are also uh, Pakistani, and uh, did, were you yeah. born in this country?
15: I'm a hodgepodge of it. Did you say? Did I legally come to this country? Is
10: that what you do, asking? No, no, I'm not oh, insinuating no. anything, Mona. I'm asking: <laughs> Were you born? With you. With you. Were you kidding. born in the U.S. or or, <laughs> or did you immigrate? Or did you come here legally? And I immigrated. <laughs> I'm
15: an immigrant. I moved when I was 15, so yeah, totally an immigrant. <laughs> Who's, who's laughing? And uh, what are you laughing at? I don't the know.
10: I, do I don't know. Nobody's Slim. laughing. Slim's laughing. never, never would and, laugh at
7: uh,
11: you.
10: And I I, I, I,
15: no, I just thought it would be so much funnier. You're like, did you immigrate here legally? And <laughs> it would have been hilarious. And I'm like, no. Still did you, looking for
10: citizenship. Did you climb you the wall? Left. Do you still have... Uh, did you climb the wall? <laughs> is there a bullet wound? Is there an arrow in you, Mona? No, I,
15: I have to... I had to learn how to swim, oh. um, just to get here. And uh, let yeah. me tell you, arms can get tired.
10: Yeah, I just swam time. here and bore so, yeah. my
15: arms it tired.
11: Exhausting!
15: <laughs> like, whoa, it's a so lot.
11: Yeah, but it gets you in shape though. So right? Yeah. Bigger. Was it was the swim worth it in the end? Uh,
15: yeah, I mean, let me tell you, when I when I started swimming. I looked like I was pregnant with twins. By the time I got here, I looked like a
10: supermodel. So, oh, like, okay. I got, I got me in shape. So,
15: but okay. I
11: mean, like, w- it. was it was it worth swimming yeah. to America?
10: Is America worth, worth it? Like, it, uh. I feel the abs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why yeah, yeah. we don't have abs.
7: Most... Yeah. Say that, say that again.
10: That's why me and Slim don't have abs because we we've never swim. swam. <laughs> to America.
15: Listen, I, I mean, I, I recommend it. I recommend that immigrant swim is what I recommend.
10: Yeah, at least a lap, at least a lap or two. Oh my god!
15: Yeah, just just a, just a little bit. Have the immigrant experience of just swimming for
10: miles and miles <laughs> with no one to rescue. The immigrant swim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! How long have you been doing comedy for, Mona? Did you start out here? Did you start uh, in L.A.?
15: No, yeah, I, I, no, I started off in uh, New York. I've been doing comedy for about ten, about twelve years now. Wow!
10: I've listened to a bunch of your stuff, and I, you, you, kill it. You, you crack me up. You, you're amazing.
15: Oh, well, thank you. That's very, that's very kind of you. It's all that swimming, you
10: know. <laughs> yeah, I
15: appreciate
10: that. I, I see, I see that now. Um, ha, um. As a woman and uh, a Pakistani, have do you feel like you've been treated any differently, um, positively or negatively, in comedy?
15: I feel like, you know, um, the tides have definitely turned a lot. Like, since I've been in comedy, I think when I started off, it was like, who's this chick? Uh, who's this brown chick? And now it's like, oh, we're specific about ethnicities now. It's like, oh, you're from Pakistan, maybe because... There's Kumail Nanjiani, so I think he's kind of, you know, softened the blow for people like myself a little bit. But I feel like when I started off, like, the clubs wouldn't kind of give me the time of day as much. Uh, And now I am kind of in a position where I get to tour around the world. I get to tour around the country. Maybe not be so much of a club regular, but I get to perform in really cool venues and really cool crowds. Like, um, I emceed the Women's March last year in San Francisco, and I made history by being the first kind of South Asian, Middle Eastern female comic to perform in front of a crowd of 60,000. So you know, stuff like that.
10: Cool, cool. And I want to ask, too, what is the craziest thing you've seen go down while you've been performing?
15: Oh, man. Uh, You know, as comics, so, like, so so I have my live stream and my podcast that I do every day. And I had uh, Doug Stanhope on as a guest last
10: night. I saw that, I saw that he, last yeah. night. I was watching it, and I, I fucking loved it. That is uh, Minority Reports with a Z, correct?
15: Yeah, because we're cool. That's why. <laughs> yeah, Minority Reports with a Z. Uh, but, yeah, I, and you know, him and I, I asked him this question. I was like, you know, do you feel like he's been doing comedy for 30 years? And I was like, do you feel like as a comic there's like a hazard because it's like, is it a, it's a hazardous job. And he goes, yeah, if you are doing a comedy, right, there's someone waiting for you after the show to kick your ass. And I was like, yeah, exactly, precisely. I definitely had an experience. I had an experience about two years ago. I got flown out to D.C. to perform uh, at a college. And uh, I did my day college gig. And then at night, I was headlining these two shows. And I go headline one show was Great. And I go headline the other show. And there are these drunk chicks sitting there. I mean it's not a lot it's not a very full room and they keep heckling every comic that goes up on stage. So and I was like, oh man, drunk
10: women are the worst from a woman's perspective. I was drunk wondering
7: that.
15: Women. I mean, holy shit. I, I mean, that. I was like somebody sh- I mean, with all due respect, shut these bitches up, like, for fuck's sake, you know? So, I'm just like, alright, if they fucking talk between my set, I'm gonna shut that shit down, because I just don't tolerate them. So, I'm about to tell my first joke, I'm about to tell my first punchline, and they're like, we didn't hear you! And I'm like, if you shut up, you'd hear my set, so, like, shut up. You know? So then, I was telling a Bill Cosby joke, and it's a really fucking good joke, if I may say so myself. It's a really damn good joke. It always kills. And as I'm about to say the punchline, she's like, rape isn't funny. And I'm like, nobody said rape was funny. I was like, I'm going to give you two options. Either you shut the fuck up or get the fuck out. So what's it going to be? Nice. You know? And the entire room erupts in, in freaking applause. And I'm like, seriously? You guys were supposed to shut these bitches down and now I got to take the brunt of
7: this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. But
15: But the worst part was, that one of them walked up to me on stage and put her forehead on mine. They were they were uh, lesbian lovers, uh, girlfriends, oh. and one of them walked up on stage, the more butchy one, and put her forehead on my forehead and started pushing me back physically because she wanted to get into a physical fight with me. That's like yeah, that's like, like, like pro-
10: provo- provoking yeah. somebody. That's physically provoking somebody. Wow, but that's for okay. Instance,
15: for instance. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. So it was, uh, yeah. It got, it got, it got a little ugly. But, uh, but then they kept asking me to be funnier. They're like, why don't you be funnier? Why don't you be funnier? And I was like, okay. Here's a thing for you. I'll probably get in trouble for saying this when you in public. Girlier? But, but fuck it. They were, they were like, why don't you be funnier? I was like, okay. Here's the thing for you. How is it that you eat all that
11: pussy, but you got a horse face? How the fuck does
15: that work, bitch? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, oh! They're like, no, 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 like,
7: oh. Dude, oh my God. Is-
10: I've always said, like, you're going to a comedy show, expect to laugh. Like, don't expect to
7: Probably.
10: fuck with the person. Like, I, I, I don't understand yeah. people that go to these shows and just go with that mindset.
15: Yeah, like you came to have fun. Yeah. Other people came here to have fun. Hey. Shut up, heckling! People need to know a heckling is not comedy. No. Heckling is not comedy.
7: It's not
15: comedy. It's
10: not. No. Fuck. 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 God damn. Yeah. I want to ask too, Mona, as a Pakistani. I know I have um, Hispanic friends and Asian friends. Like, if you mistake them for the wrong type of Asian or Hispanic, they get mad. Does that happen as well with yeah. uh, Arab people? Like you're like, I don't like okay, because like my 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 Puerto Rican friends are like, fuck you call me Mexican? I hate Mexicans. Like it's crazy that Hispanic Holy people Jesus. would have racism towards other Hispanics, but they do. Or, or like Koreans would hate if you call them Japanese. Like it's like wait, <laughs> listen,
15: you know here's the here's the truth, right? Here's here's what's happening. There's look white people getting a lot of slack for racism. Can you guys hear me?
10: Yes, yeah. yes.
15: I was—I was gonna say white people have been getting a lot of slight and you know, sorry, your ancestors—you know, white people's ancestors—kind of did fuck things up just a little bit. We did. But the truth is that there's plenty of minorities. There are plenty racists against other minorities.
10: So <laughs> reality. Oh my god! I remember my friend, of- my friend Patrick, in high school. I—I I, I asked him if he was like. Japanese once he got mad at me, he's like, "Fuck the Japanese! I'm Korean!"
7: Like, yeah, yeah, they they hate there each other.
15: <laughs> there you go. Exactly. But you know, but if a white person says that, you know, you 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 hear it about, you know, a hot New York minute. Oh you're yeah. like, Okay, he's racist. Out, <laughs> he's out. You know, um, I'm not saying racism from any side is right. I'm just saying that it exists and we do need to acknowledge
7: it yeah. rather
15: than just constantly throwing white people under the bus and saying oh they're the only racist people on the planet it's like eh,
7: yeah. Yeah.
15: Yeah. there's plenty of uh, there's, there's plenty of Pakistani people who don't like other races too so let's just be real about
7: that shit
10: <laughs> oh jeez. geez and I, oh no we lost oh, you I'm Mona sure. it's definitely not some this time <laughs> <laughs> you lucked out.
11: Always my fault. And no <laughs> I don't know if I should give her a minute or if I should call her back.
10: See, that's where you're going to make the mistake, I feel. Right. I,
11: I, I say, feel well, like, so it's, it's or not your fault right
10: now. Oh, there okay. She goes. Did the right thing, <laughs>
15: Mona! Did I lose you guys? We did. We lost that. you. I think my phone doesn't like all that racial talk. I, <laughs> I thought
11: you just hung up on us. I, I thought you were just like, you guys are a bunch of racists and hung up. <laughs>
15: <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be hilarious because I'm the one who was calling out the racist
10: shit. So <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We're not going to even mention the term <laughs> right. racism anymore, Slim. <laughs> so
11: we're, She calls back. We're going to learning. talk we're... about something entirely different. Bunnies
10: rainbows. Mona! Mona, like, unicorns... Phone, you, sorry
11: uni, <laughs> uni, unicorns, bunnies, rainbows.
10: Yeah, we're not talking anything negative. Any, yeah. No negativity. <laughs> we,
15: can, we can talk whatever we want. <laughs> it's totally fine. I
10: was going to ask too, Mona, were you raised religious?
15: Well, I was raised in a conservative uh, Muslim household. That is correct. Yes, yeah? so I was raised in a pretty conservative Muslim household, however uh, I have since uh, kind of just you know embraced uh, more uh, comedy as a religion more than anything so nice. there's also that
10: yeah I
7: was raised but, uh, I was
10: raised in, in a real Christian household and yeah you no know, you, you, you end up liking comedy you, comedy's the way to go <laughs>
15: so here's the, here's the thing right right like I envy Christians. I genuinely envy Christian people because you, you know, Christians can be like, "Well, I was raised Catholic, Chris- but I'm not anymore." Christmas is but cool. Muslim, just like that. <laughs> we can't just be like, "I was raised Muslim." The next thing, you know, the moment you say that, your parents are calling you and fucking issuing a fatwa against you. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, what the fuck happened?" You're like, "I was, I was just say, I thought I lived in a free country. Can I not say that?" They're like, "Oh, you're so like, it's just like." You can't just be an ex-Muslim and just, like, throw deuces and just live your life. Like, your own family will be the first one to come and fucking beat down on you. You're excommunicated. Man, you know? yeah. It's fucking like sucks. Like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, dude, I've already put in my order. Like, I'm coming back as a gay Jewish man. Like, I've already put my order in.
10: <laughs> That's the best thing to come back as, I feel. Yeah. Like,
15: yeah, like a gay Jewish man who's, like, uber wealthy and yes. just is really, like, gorgeous and just gets as much ass as
0: he can. Oh, yeah, like, blue guys,
10: eyes. Just crystal blue eyes. <laughs> yeah.
15: Yeah.
0: Very Jewish. Totally. Yeah, where's the
10: yarmulke? The blue eye, yeah. He's a
0: he's
15: heartthrob. Fuck. Like Hitler's dream. Like Hitler's dream, you <laughs> yes. know? Like, just kind of, like,
7: that look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like shit. Hitler's dream.
15: Hitler's wet dream. That's uh, that's what I'm coming back at. I I wanna ask you guys where where in Jersey are you guys? Oh, we're
10: deep south. We're Mm, Tuckerden, New Jersey.
11: In the in the pines they call it the Pine Barrens.
10: We've got woods around us. In the
11: Pines? Yeah,
10: pines. Pine (laughs) Barrens is like a dirty little part in the south. Yeah. In the the south. I feel like the mafia used to get rid of a lot of bodies down here. We're like
11: Really? We're like 20 minutes from Long Beach Island and like 30 40 minutes from melanic City but yeah. we're we're the woods in between.
10: Yeah.
15: Got it? We're the taint.
10: We're the taint of the of the Jersey. <laughs>
15: <laughs> the taint? Yeah. The taint there, of man.
10: Jersey. Taint the front, taint the back.
15: Listen, I live in West Hollywood, which is the gayest part of Los Angeles and there are plenty of taints here as well. So I'm I'm with you. <laughs>
10: Taints everywhere. I want to ask t- t- too, Mona. Uh, being being a Muslim, what well, what's the obsession with the virgins? Why I want a girl who knows how to take, who knows how to take. I I, I don't want a virgin. Why, why do you guys like the virgins so much?
15: Virgin man, nobody. nobody in their right fucking mind wants a virgin. Okay, only people who have never gotten ass want
10: a virgin. Yeah, so they don't know how that. good, how bad they are. That's it. Like I, uh, I don't want you to know how bad I am. <laughs> I,
11: well, I knew a guy once who told me that he only sleeps with virgins because he said it was like opening a brand new action figure. Was <laughs> his... his, his...
15: Is this guy white or? Yeah, he's a white. He? He, he's, a, he's a white He's a he's white a man.
11: He's But a He's a hockey. Like, you know, when you get like a new toy, you want something that's still in the box. <laughs> he sounds like Jihadi John. You <laughs> <laughs> It's
10: Jihadi
15: John. Are you hanging out with Jihadi John?
10: Who the hell are you hanging out with? <laughs> he's okay. <best>. Slam you. <laughs> you got to introduce him to Jihadi John.
15: Somebody John over here. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> love, my, love my virgin. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? One is bad enough. 72.
10: Yeah.
7: It hurts. <laughs> they're just what complaining. What a horrible
10: deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all complaining, and, and you're just like, oh, my God, we don't have to do anymore. We don't have to do anymore. Let,
15: <laughs> let me tell you, though. But let, let me tell you something. Have you ever seen an attractive terrorist? You're never going to see an attractive terrorist.
10: We used to have one here.
15: They don't hire attractive <laughs> people. They don't. It's not for business.
10: <laughs> oh, they just got to get thugs.
15: Listen, I'm, I'm probably going to have, like, some dude writing like a threatening message to me as I say these jokes, but I, I, I really don't give a shit at this point.
10: I feel like you're gonna have really attractive terrorists, like be like, well, "What about me? What about what, 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 a lot of terrorists gonna be like well, well, they say, gonna, what about They're me? gonna
11: be sending you their their uh, abs they got from that
10: swim. <laughs> <laughs> I did that swim too, Mona. <laughs> Honestly,
15: like when it comes to, I was really thinking about this because I have a lot of time on my hands. Um, I was thinking about, like, how, like, whenever you think of, like, big terrorist groups, like, ISIS and all these guys, like, Al Qaeda and Taliban, like, they never, they're even their, like, leaders are not attractive. And you're just like, dude, this is <laughs> this is a call for ugly people. Like, <laughs> if you are ugly and find no purpose in life, give us a call. Like, that's what <laughs> terrorist groups said to me.
10: If you got you know? a written... If you got a radio face, join us.
15: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> rather than just being like uglypeople.com, it's like ISIS and Taliban and Al Qaeda. You know, hire <laughs> like the unattractive people. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth.
11: Do you, you don't think like any any of those groups are like on the Tinder or they usually just get swiped? Oh.
10: No, I guess. <laughs> you think there's like an Osama bin Laden, like he's really ripped? <laughs> Osama
15: bin Laden. Well, you know, uh, they they swipe uh, east if they're Muslim and west if they're not. So I think that's how they. <laughs> it's like the east and west swipe. That's what they go
10: for. <laughs> What's the super like? What's a what? What's a super like? What, what, is that like northeast?
15: Uh, yeah, that's kind of like, a, yeah, there's only two directions. Either you like them or you don't. Yeah, you
10: there's know? no, there's no, no super, super likes, likes yeah. on that app. No so yeah, super. east or west.
15: Yeah. <laughs> I think the super like is probably a hard, hard, like, hard right. Uh, out,
10: right? Hard right. You actually crack your, your phones. very hard right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn, Mona. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I want to ask uh, your show, Minority Reports, what have been uh, some of your favorite interviews?
15: Man, some of my favorite interviews have been I recently interviewed uh, Congresswoman Katie Hill. She's a Congresswoman from uh, California. Her, I don't know if you guys know about her, no. but. Um, Last year, she was a victim of revenge porn by her ex-husband, and it cost her her congressperson seat. I mean, it's really fucked up. Wow. Is this this still on
11: porn sites? Can can (laughs) Can I watch it right now?
15: (laughs) Uh. Actually, you know, they're all over the internet. If you Google Katie Hill, not that I'm encouraging it, but, yeah, there was a a Republican site that uh, these pictures were Released by her husband who then claimed that he's not the one who released those pictures But he's the one who had them, because she's openly bisexual And she had an affair with a woman on her staff and they took nude pictures together like kissing and all that And he was the one I believe who took the pictures if I'm not mistaken And then he gave it to this Republican side and they blasted it all, all over and it basically it ended her career
10: Sounds like white nice people talking. problems <laughs>
15: Yeah, sounds uh, sounds like revenge porn problem, which is which is actually against the law in California. So she has a lawsuit against them. That's uh, that's up now. But yeah, what? Congresswoman Katie Hill. I'm Trey Crowder. Do you know who he is, Trey Crowder? No. Trey Crowder goes by the liberal redneck. He's a very very funny comic. Uh, definitely worth uh, looking up. He's fantastic. I had. Margaret Cho, I had a really great conversation with. Wow. Uh, Jill Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel's sister. Cool. She was on. She's a comic, too.
10: Yes, I know that um, she is. I saw you I saw you when you had David the producer on. That's how I first got introduced to you.
15: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I had David the producer on, uh, on one of my live streams. Um, my God, I'm probably forgetting a bunch of names of uh, some. I've, I've had the privilege of uh, chatting with some really, really cool people. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, those have been my some of my favorite interviews.
10: Cool, I must confess. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever gotten yeah. uh anybody you've had to like block and anybody talks a little too much shit?
15: Like some anyone who's given me too much shit
7: about what? uh I
10: don't know, any of your views or uh, besides headbutting you on stage. Anybody on? <laughs> anybody on like YouTube that you've had to have been like come on, come on man.
15: Dude, let me tell you something. There are only two kind of douchebags that approach me on YouTube. It's the conservative Christians and the conservative Muslim, and they're all dudes, all of them.
7: Wow, so they're both sides. sides. Both sides.
15: Yeah. Yeah. So I get it from the Christian conservative side and I get it from the Christian Muslim side, and they're both one is preaching me the word of Jesus, and the other one's trying to preach me the word of Allah, and I want both of them to fucking burn in hell. Just so. To...
10: Yeah. I, I want to be in the middle. I want to be in the middle. I, I don't want. I don't. <laughs> I don't want either.
2: I, want
15: to, I, 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 you know, I mean, with all due respect, um, I, I have offered them to go kill themselves, but they just, uh, maybe the Muslim guy will take me up on it, but the Christian one's a little hard to
7: right. convince. Yeah. yeah.
10: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Mona, your Kanye album, Shake It Off. S H A I K H. Shake It Off. Is that yeah. did that just come out?
15: Uh, no, it came out about uh, a little bit ago, but I, I it's been on and yeah, people can uh, definitely go and listen to it on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon. But yeah, I've had it for a little bit and I'm working on my first stand-up special right now, so I'm very excited.
10: Cool, yeah, yeah, I heard it on Spotify. I was dying. It was some really good stuff, really good stuff.
15: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you guys uh, should go check it out if you haven't listened to it. It's, uh, it's a fun, I, of course, uh, you know, it's just like co- as comics, you know, during the pandemic, I've definitely realized so many things about myself, like, like I'm going to die alone. And um, <laughs> I've just really kind of accepted that reality. So I think my, my comedy is definitely evolving from that place a lot. So I think that was I'm like very excited about the stand-up special.
10: For me, that was like hitting forty. Yeah, I'm dying alone. I'm dying alone. I'm... <laughs> yeah.
15: Yeah. You just kind of make peace with yourself. You're like, okay. Uh, alright, I made bad decisions. Too many dark turns here. Too, too many to
10: turn back. Yeah. Too many to turn back.
15: <laughs> you just kinda make peace with yourself. You're like yeah, okay. Yeah. I uh, I made mean, the uh, I so I I so I didn't accept that marriage proposal when I was seventeen and this is the price I pay for it.
10: <laughs> I still feel like you gotta have that one friend that will agree to uh delete your hard drive if you pass. Uh the
15: the one friend that was? Say that again?
10: De- that will delete your hard drive if you if you pass away. You gotta have that one friend. Oh no. like...
15: Oh fuck that! I'm gonna make my hard drive public when I die. <laughs> oh, That'll
7: be your eulogy. Yeah. You got a go dead man switch.
15: It's just like it's like a fuck you to the world. Like, <laughs> you're just like fuck you. This is what I've been watching. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I want the priest going through my internet history over here.
15: Well, oh no! I wanna I wanna send my entire. You know, porn uh, searches uh, to all the mullahs and all the Christian conservatives. It's like, this is what I've been watching. Enjoy. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, and let me tell you something. Their probably porn searches are way kinkier than ours. So yeah. I got my neck on that. Yeah.
10: Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, this is nothing compared to what I watch.
15: <laughs> They're like, I'm watching. A chick banging a donkey, you know, while I, you know, while like I'm friggin' jerking off in the corner, like that's the kind of shit these guys are into. Triple so, so
10: donkey, triple donkey,
15: <laughs> triple, <laughs> triple, triple donkey action, you know,
10: in the corner. Speaking
15: so... anyway, of speaking of jerking off, can we just talk about Jeffrey Tubin for a little bit? Yeah, yeah we did uh,
10: uh, Tubin. We talked about the Tubies earlier. What what happened with the Tubies? Did what did he do? Jeffrey
15: Tubin. I mean. Big Tubin, Tubin the little Tubin. I mean, what happened? I mean, how stressed out was he that he had to rub one out on a goddamn Zoom call? Let me tell you something, poor is gonna come up with a Zoom jerk off category, a porn category, just because of
11: Jeffrey Toobin. Okay, so so he was jerking he off. He
10: just jacked it. He was like,
11: that's amazing. See, so we didn't know that. We read a story earlier, yeah, and we didn't but, know if he just had some helmet peeking out, yeah, or you know if he just made a mistake. I didn't know if it, he tried to know. tuck
10: in his boner right. under his uh, pajama pants, but it was also like oh, the shirt was behind oh, it. Oh. Yeah. Oh
7: no, he was he was choking and
15: kicking so hard he didn't realize that the cam zoom camera was still on and he had pointed the camera down right
10: on his genitals so he was, <laughs> he was uh, stroking his stroking his tubing <laughs> while being on the phone tubing, tubing. tubing with tubing I, i'm gonna look that up later that's amazing yeah. so i love that he panicked he, and he
11: was like oh no no no, no. check out my dick <laughs>
15: He's just like this call is too boring. I know what to do. I know how to spice this up. And by the way, they were doing a role play call. So in other words, these all these executives from like the New Yorker are on it because he's you know he's a Harvard grad. He's 60 year old man, very accomplished. You know who is like also an analyst on CNN. Yeah. And he's there. And he was playing. They were all role playing. Somebody was one person was playing. Republicans, the other ones were playing Democrats. One was playing, you know, uh, the courts, the Supreme Court. And, he, I no, he was supposed to be playing the court. <laughs> that's what his role was. That's what like, Yeah, I guess courts... Yeah, I was like, well, he definitely played the role well because courts can't jerk you around. So, awesome.
10: <laughs> Fuck, Mona, you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Uh,
15: they can totally... Find me on my YouTube at Mona Shake Comedian, S-H-A-I-K-H Comedian. They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mona's Comedy. Uh, And I'm also on Facebook at Mona Shake Comedian.
10: Awesome. Thank you so much, Mona. It's been a blast.
15: Thank you very much, you guys. Staying here. Thank you so much for having me.
10: Yep. Have a good night. Keep those
15: abs. Okay.
11: Later. Keep those abs. Yeah. Don't
10: forget. the, The swim. We'll be back.
0: Are you too much of a piece of shit to put condiments on your food? Or just craving a creepy internet wrapper does it for you? Or are you just an impatient fuck with the attention span of a fruit fly? Whatever it is, download the new Drizzlebees app and order your toppings of choice. And by the time you drive out to one of our convenient locations, the Drizz will be waiting for you. Ketchup, mustard, caramel, chocolate, or strawberry syrup at selected locations. Soy sauce. Asia Bunga.
11: Yo, yo, yo. Last year, I drizzled in front of an elementary school. And now, by law, I gotta tell you that I'm a registered sex offender. Know what I mean?
0: Bring the kids, but don't bring them too close.
11: Yo, yo, yo. This fucking app is thebomb.com. You can order your shit and see my location and T-cell count.
0: Don't deny your taste buds the drizzling they deserve. Download the Drizzlebees app on the Scrapple store now.
11: Yo, yo, yo. I'm a pedophile. Yeah.
0: The Drizz is not allowed within 50 yards of his school. If you see him breaking his court order, please contact your local authorities right away.
10: Rob's the show. We are on with Carla Kitty. Adult entertainer and radio personality from Las Vegas, correct? Correct, yes. Nice, nice. How long have you been doing adult entertainment, Carla?
4: Um, I actually got discovered back in 2016.
10: Okay. And uh, uh, what was that for?
4: It's kind of a weird story. It was actually discovered by a scam artist and... It didn't take me long to figure it out, and as soon as I figured it out, I was like, "Yeah, I was pretty stupid to think that I was model material." And uh, it turned out I am model material, and I uh, was international. I've been internationally published on in several magazines and whatnot. And I kind of had realized, you know, like a lot of talent was out there that wasn't really being noticed or discovered. And so that's when I kind of started doing the uh, live streaming, you know, uh, promoting up-and-coming artists. So. Yes,
10: yes. I see that you are a promoter, and you do a you do a lot of different stuff.
4: Yeah, the jack of all trades, the master of none.
10: <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, too, you are referred to as the female Howard Stern. How did you get that name?
4: Yes, yes. Um, I actually worked for, shout out to 95.7 The Boss, my old uh, manager, D. King, Um I guess you know it was one of my first shows, and he's like, "Jesus Christ, use the female Howard Stern," and people, there was a lot of people listening, and it just stuck. And every, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, you shouldn't go by that." And I try not to, but it's just that's what everybody references me as. So. Yeah,
10: yeah, like it, it's not a great character uh, category to fall under, but I do feel like if you are. <laughs> considered that it is a a great compliment because back in the day I used to um I used to listen to Stern I used to listen to Opie and Anthony and when they started they were called Howard ripoffs and they were the best so it's (laughs) like if I'm gonna be the next ripoff of whatever yeah that's a that's a compliment
4: you know I didn't I had never really even listened to a show um I knew of him but I just had never listened to a show so I didn't even know what they meant when they were referencing me as that and so I had kind of went and listened to his show or, and seen a little bit of it. And I think I have a way dirtier mouth. I think he does like really off the wall shit. Yeah. I don't, stick carrots up, I don't stick carrots up people's
7: butts. <laughs> That's what I was going to say.
10: I feel like you don't spank and intern turn with a uh, fish. Like, I feel like you don't do that where that was like his I thing. Don't. <laughs> That's why I
4: don't know why I'm referenced as him. I know like I have like a mouth that doesn't quit. But... Yeah.
10: Yeah. But yeah, you you exactly. That's that's what I felt about you. And I wanted to ask too, have you ever had any interaction with Howard or any of his team?
4: No, I think um well, I've never had any interaction with him, but I have had speech impediment Man on, on my show on two different occasions. Um and then Wendy Pack was the one that originally called into my show. At the time I had no idea who she was. And then Jeff the drunk, he sends me dick pictures around Christmas time. So yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
10: Nice, nice. What? Oh, yeah, um...
4: never, no, no interaction with him. Yeah, I think like the craziest thing that's happened on like my live stream is probably me fingering myself and making rappers smell it,
10: so. Ah. <laughs> was that rapper approved or, or not?
4: Rapper approved. Um His name was actually, there was a couple of them, or three of them on that night. Los Angeles, he was the first guy, or first rapper in porn, Los Angeles. And then there was Moxie he was on that night too. And then Papa Dad. Papa Dad is
10: actually my co-host now. I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you had a co-host yeah. or, or, or what? Yeah,
4: I gotta, uh, yeah I've, had, I've had several co-hosts. Papa Dad is actually my, my leading co-host
11: now. So, yeah. I got a quick question about, like, rappers and porn. Because this, so, yeah, this guy's a rapper. This guy's a rapper. Yeah, I'm that. a famous and a rapper. Um, but so, like, rappers and porn, like, do they rap when they fuck? Because that's, like, what I want to do.
15: Um
4: no
11: <laughs> Dude, how can they call themselves they a rapper in porn <laughs>
7: i don't know like this particular guy that
4: was on he was just he just happened to be a rapper and he i guess he was the first rapper in porn i mean uh, i don't know that that's necessarily true but yeah.
10: hey if, if he's claiming it I'm i'm saying it is I'm saying it's true.
4: (laughs) I did see, you know, I did see some things on the internet, but just because it's on the internet does not necessarily mean it's true. Uh,
10: So how did you start in an adult industry? Like, do you do porn? Do you do, um, like live cam stuff? Like, what do you do, Carl? Um,
4: I had never really even actually planned on doing porn. And because of the nude, because of the fact that I was a nude fetish model, everybody was kind of like hoping for that, you know, that I would eventually end up in that so i don't do camming or i don't work for any company i have had several companies ask if i would come work for them um i guess it's got out that i'm supposedly a squirter and whatnot and so they all you know i want to all but i guess that's kind of a big thing to do in the porn industry but um yeah i mean how i i mean i don't like I i don't work for any camming company or any company at all but what i do is i like i sell like my clips to fans and stuff like that Okay. Do I plan? Do I plan on doing some of the camping and stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna start stepping into it. You know, I think it'll help with my uh, promotion and exposure and whatnot. So yeah.
10: Cool. Cool. And have you ever been attacked for either doing your show or uh, doing your show with the people you do with? Have, have anyone? Has anyone ever come at you?
4: <laughs> no, everybody loves me. No, I seriously, <laughs> I take a lot of heat. Um, I get told a lot. You're not the fucking female heartstern. They're like, you don't even look like him. Am I supposed to look like him? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I take a lot of heat for it. They say I'm definitely not him. I just say, you know, listen, that was the name. I I won't say it's the name I was given, but it just stuck. I'm Carla Kitty. I mean, that's all I can be. I'm not changing for anybody. I love what I do, Um, whether it's, you know, the porn I support all walks of life, you know. The, pe- the girls in the porn industry—they don't ever get enough credit. I' mean, like, "Oh, they're sluts, they're whores." Well, it's not a billion-dollar industry because nobody's watching, you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I, I just don't understand how they, you know, they get so much flack and whatnot. But yeah, so, I mean, I, I, you know, I stand for that. Um, I was actually supposed to go work for the ranches with uh, Dennis Hoff's people. Um, I think it was like back in 2017 and stuff. So, you know, like I said, I love what I do. I love the fact that I get to promote up-and-coming artists from across the world. And, you know, it's just all of it. I mean, it's it's been a whirlwind. I mean, if you kind of, you know, Google the name, I'm literally everywhere. You know, it's just it's, it's been crazy. It's been a ton of fun, though, too.
10: Do you get a lot of people? But
4: yeah, I, I, I take a lot of heat, though.
10: You got a lot of people, like, hang you up that you've never, you, you never expected.
4: Oh, my gosh, um... I mean, sometimes, yeah, like the and Dow, he just started following me on Twitter. Um, I knew who he was. I was a big, uh, big, uh, the Big Bang Theory. I was a huge fan of that show. So it was pretty awesome to see him start following me. Um, but I mean, even um, Howard Stern's people, when he packed being the original to contact me on my show, um, it was just an honor to see that, you know, like big people were literally watching and paying attention. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. And the Speech, speech Impediment Man, and, um, Rest in peace, uh, Puppet of Psycho Dwarf. I actually had the opportunity to interview him on my show as well.
10: That's so, yeah. Cool. cool. And I wanted to ask, too, what's the craziest thing you've seen go down doing adult entertainment?
4: Um, Like I said, I work for myself. So, um, I haven't, I mean, I obviously get a film on my own or have, you know, a, a partner of mine film for me and stuff. So, I'm going to see a whole lot of stuff like that go down. I think one of the craziest things I've had happen with. My show, per se, is I was actually doing a live. Some guy kept trying to call during the live, which was obviously cutting off our live, and was jerking off to my live. I mean, you can see it, like, through, you know, on the phone and whatnot. Jerking off to just me being live. I was like, <laughs> that's probably the craziest. I don't, I don't, I don't have too
10: many words. <laughs> we to haven't know. had any guys jerking off, at least that I know of. We've never had that what? that is crazy. <laughs> we
11: call but we we do call that a, a tubin is what we yeah call it that's that. what
10: we refer to that as now it's it's a tubin <laughs>
4: yeah, I, I have i guess um, because I'm so brutal in my delivery or my attacks or whatever, you know, like I get a ton of people that will hit me up, and um, oh, I wanna be with you on I, I wanna stick my hard cock in you and fill you up with cream, and I'm <laughs> when I come back at', them, they're I'm so harsh. That I mean, my 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 I hate to say it, but my fan mail has slowed down on that. Cause I, it, a lot of people will say she will fuck you up. <laughs> I mean God. verbally fuck you up if yes. you mess with
10: her. See, I feel like that's happened with us over the years. Like we we used to have callers, that I feel like we don't we don't anymore. Cause anytime we have a like somebody call in for something, I usually shit all over them. I usually am such a dick that just random callers what? don't happen.
4: Yeah, I mean you know some people. Yeah, it's just, some people get it, some some don't. It's just like yes. somebody said, "Well, how are people supposed to buy videos from me if they can't say anything like that?" I have several people that buy videos, and they just do it in a very tactful way.
7: Yeah. And I don't
4: know how you can how I can explain tactful to anybody. Like I just have one gentleman. Uh, he's like, "Hey, Carla, can I get you know buy a video?" Yeah, sure. What are you hoping? Just be direct, but don't sit there and be a rude, nasty, fucking person to me.
7: Yeah, you know. I mean, this is. <laughs>
4: We might be in the porn industry, but that doesn't give people the right to, you know, talk down, disrespect us, you know, whatnot. And people really don't get that; they just think, well, she's a whore. I can talk to her like this. No, I can't. Yeah, you
9: know, and that's
4: just how I roll. Yeah, Carla, I'm
11: curious if you would um, be willing to elaborate. Earlier, you said when you first got into the entertainment business, um, you were being scammed. What, what was like that scammer? Like, what was he doing? What
10: was the goal there? And how did you find out that he was just scamming you? Yeah, no,
4: no problem. I can definitely talk about that. Um, like I said, it was 2016. It was around. It was end of January, and I just happened to get a message in my inbox. It says, "Hey, um, you have a beautiful look. We would love to publish you in our magazine." I'm th- of course, I'm thinking this is weird, and so I just start talking to this guy. His name was Peter McMahon. It's a really long story, but um, uh, he basically said, "You have a beautiful look. We would love to publish you." I said, is this a paid gig? I was like, you do know I'm 36. You know, because I'm thinking models have to be between 18 to
10: 25
4: at the time. Yeah. He said it's not about your age, it's about your look. Um, of course, this guy fell in love with me, and he was going to pay my phone bill. And that's how I actually got scammed, was he had me put him on my, on my phone bill, and that he was going to pay the bill. Turned out he ended up buying products underneath my, phone, underneath my name, and that's how I got scammed. Mind you, I was a stay-at-home wife before that, so my ex-husband had taken care of the bill, so I wasn't real hip on knowing that if you put somebody on the plan, they could purchase products underneath underneath you. Yeah. But his name is Peter McMahon. He has scammed hundreds of thousands of people. Um, to my knowledge, he's still at large, and he's out of New York City. Um, if you talk to anybody in the adult entertainment industry, uh, uh, modeling industry, a lot of people know of this guy. Um, I don't know how he's still out and about. I know for me, like I couldn't do anything because he operated in a gray area. I put him on my plans. He did nothing illegal. He purchased product underneath my name because I put him on my plan. Yeah. He did nothing illegal. So, but he's got women and men flying out there, um, stealing you know, obviously stealing money from them says, oh, I lost my wallet, but he leads them to believe like he's this millionaire and he owns all these modeling agencies, et cetera, et cetera. And he's going to do all this shit for them. And, yeah, it's crazy.
7: Wow.
8: And I ran
4: into, I ran into a ton of people like that on the internet.
7: Yeah, I and feel that's, you know, like know that that's industry. actually why
4: I started Kitty Karma Magazine. Kitty Karma Magazine um, actually publishes scammers and also publishes the victims of scammers.
10: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Have you had a lot of and people, you know, a lot of victims, reach out to you because of that? Yes. Cool.
4: Yes. The first one that had went down... You know, I, w- I felt dumb. I felt like for a woman of my age, I should have known. I did see the red flags. I was newly divorced. I was desperate, kind of. And you yeah. just kind of turn a blind eye to things that you should know better, too. Mm. And, but, yeah, a lot of women came and were talking to me about it. And they were also victims. But then you got to wonder which ones are victims and which ones are working with him. And it's yeah. very, 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 really, honestly.
10: Um, yeah, wow.
11: Wow. We uh we we were really into that uh the Firefest documentary that guy Billy McFarlane that just yeah. seeing what he did and how yeah. he did it like
10: we've also had um even uh, yeah. in ours uh, little show we've had guests in the past like oh I, I want to sponsor you I want to get you uh, backers I want to yeah. get you uh you know this 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 and this and it's you, you just I I had yeah th- that one that I'm it's ref- so I'm weird thinking that about, you mentioned like, that
4: Firefest because. I didn't. That, the scams didn't stop with what I got discovered with. I ended up moving out here to Vegas for a guy that was in the sex trafficking industry, and he made me watch that movie. It was like he was like he was like, or not vetting what not vetting what's word I'm looking for, like training me for what was to come. So yeah, I was forced. I wasn't forced to watch it. But he had put it on, and that's when I seen it.
10: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of that. A lot of that just out there.
4: Well, there's a ton of them out there. Um, I'm constantly educating, especially the younger girls, you know, like, just to be extremely careful who you talk to, do your research. And some of them are very, very convincing. And people think, well, I did my research. They're online. Facebook, and I don't give a fuck if Facebook wants to ban me for another 30 second days. If <laughs> yes, I'm banned
7: again. <laughs>
4: oh, you're banned. Facebook allows all these scam groups to stay up. Why? Mm, yeah. yeah. Ample people have, rep- I mean, thousands of people have reported them. and They don't go anywhere. In my opinion, I think Mark Mark Zuckerberg is the lead of
10: all of it. In my opinion, <laughs> he's the the
11: king I'm scammer. Sure. Yeah,
4: he's one of them. <laughs> right, exactly. Or, yeah,
10: yeah. Think
4: about think about the Social Network, the movie. Think
10: I about it. I bought it, but I haven't seen it. All I bought it for was uh, it was Trent Reznor did the soundtrack. That's the okay. only reason I bought it for. I still haven't unwrapped it from the. Cell I, I think I I've seen Seriously, bits
4: and pieces. Did wife is from overseas? Um, the oh. the twins that wanted to sue him yeah. when they they supposedly started the business. There's a lot more behind that I think than people even begin to realize.
10: Wow, wow, mm-hmm. goddamn! I I know you mentioned Carla that you had been married. Are you currently married or in a relationship? No,
4: I am single and I like it that way. <laughs> single, ready to mingle. Um, yes, I was married on two separate occasions, and uh, yeah, no, I'm single and I love I love being single.
10: So. Cool, cool. And I wanna ask, um, what do you have planned for your next show?
4: You know, um, I was thinking about doing like a virtual talent show, a sexually virtual talent show.
10: That is awesome. Do you do you have a yeah, lot but of problems? I don't problems?
4: think I can do that. I don't think I can do that like on a live stream. That's I'll what I was gonna ask, either out.
10: on a live stream or even on just a podcast like um like server, like Podbean or that, or that might just like that. make it
4: more challenging though. It's still gotta be sexual. But we're still going to do it online with, you know, and just figure it out with whoever it is. Got to figure it out. Maybe have some prize at the end for it or or whatnot. Nice.
11: Yo, this, the Drez again, the famous internet rapper. But if you like, let me on there, I could like, Jerk off and rap while I'm jerking off. Yeah. Is that exactly- Jerk off and
4: rap. Hey, if that's yeah, that's <laughs> my talent.
7: Yeah. I,
11: I don't know yeah.
10: about the jerking off, Carla, but the raps are not the greatest. <laughs> Let me just speak for myself on that
11: one. It's probably not good jerking <laughs> off either. It's it, would be,
4: it will definitely be interesting to see what people come up with. And yeah, I've decided you know on a set schedule: Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at seven p.m. I will be airing. Um, I'm banned from Facebook right now, but I always find a way to, if I want to live stream, I can. And nice. I still promote big and hard. I mean, it only took me a couple of years to get my name and market myself and get it out there. So.
9: I feel like
10: you could do like an Olympics almost. Like how many things can you get up that hole or you, you can do something
7: <laughs>
10: <laughs> don't let that mouse trap touch my yeah. you know what i like the what what can you lift with your <laughs> yeah. Thing. yeah what can you lift with your things yeah <laughs>
4: yeah you, you, you never know you never know yeah you know i just have to show you know with uh you know my original thought was well i'm pretty i guess I'm model material i didn't realize that and then you know i had just had my kids done back before i got divorced and shit i'm like pretty girl titties and I seen all this talent that was undis- you know, not discovered, and I thought, well, hey, if I do this live show, bring them on, interview them and whatnot, and you know, it's some sort of exposure for them. I knew I wasn't anybody big at the time, but that was kind of the whole point. And then talks of porn, and me being funny, I just thought it will definitely be, a, you know, grab people's attention. And it's it works, you know?
10: And you do have a great like show. It, I'm, not, I'm, <laughs>
4: famous, I'm not famous. I'm not known, but
7: yeah
10: i'm not
4: not famous but i am known but um yeah it's worked you know
10: i feel like your show's great published and whatnot so i I love your show you you you're not stupid you definitely know how to carry yourself in a conversation and even uh going at somebody who's attacked you you know how to uh talk to them you don't you don't come off angry or stupid at all you you're definitely a great great host
4: like there was one guy attacking me even before i came on the show they try to make some joke and I basically reversed it on them. They didn't get it. So I'm the dumb one. And like people be like, Why do you even respond? Actually um, if I'm bored, it's kind of fun to me. You know. Like, yes. They yes. can call me stupid, they can call me a whore at the end of the day. What they fail to realize is their mama sucked dick and fucked daddy to get them here. And
7: so yeah, right. it. <laughs> it took that raw
10: dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other moms I mean, have, really, have yeah. done something. That's why we're here. That's why we're here, obviously.
4: Exactly. Every (laughs) fucking person on this planet is here because your mama was sucking some dick, okay? (laughs) Maybe had she been sucking some dick, maybe you asked (laughs) her to be here. She was sucking and fucking to get you here. And I I just hate that people disrespect, especially women in the adult entertainment industry. Just because you don't have a camera up your vagina does not mean that you're not a whore.
10: We had a sex worker years ago uh, tell us that she was originally a a nurse. And yeah, it's still a form of... uh, uh, of serving people you know it is it really is it's, it's nothing to be i was of. you
4: know obviously since i've been on the porn sites and getting all those up and going and stuff i was actually reading statistics and it came down to something like for every person in the world based on the amount of views on porn like each person in the world watches 1200 pornos a day
10: wow
7: something along
4: the lines i'll send you that like i'm not even making that shit up no i, so, I, mean, I, I don't I'm not saying that'll... every person actually watches porn but that's what the numbers tallied
10: up to. Especially when you when you you decide you're gonna watch and you gotta go through five or seventeen to get the one you want. You want, yep, yeah,
11: yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and
4: then you find out that you you have to pay for the money shot and, yeah. and then it's shot, like, you know,
10: and do, you're do I like, want, fuck, do I I want two another? guys? <laughs> do I want three guys? Uh, do I want five guys? It could turn into a a lot of guys. Right. Where is
8: your guys <laughs> show?
4: Where is your show located Adam?
10: Us. We're in South Jersey. We're uh, about. Uh, tw- uh, half an hour from Atlantic City.
4: Oh, okay. My cousin's from Jersey. All right. Ah, um, well, damn. If I'm ever in that neck of the woods, I will definitely have to meet up with y'all and have a drink or something.
10: Absolutely, that. absolutely. That'd be awesome. Uh, do you ever come out? This I know. Way? I
4: know. I have never been out to Jersey. My ex- my ex husband's actually from Jersey, but I know that me and Papa Dad. Um, he does. He's a rapper. He's worked with Snoop, uh, Tupac, Dr. Dre, Lil Wayne. He's worked with a lot of them and so we might be going on tour and who knows You know, we may end up in Jersey
10: definitely let us know know. we'd love to have you on live or like you said just have a drink that'd be cool
4: if you guys got connections for us as far as music hookups out there and stuff like that let us know for sure it's been a complete pleasure being on the show you guys honestly thank you for having me
10: no thanks for coming on Carla where can everybody find you Uh,
4: you guys can find me obviously on Facebook but I'm banned right now Uh, It's under Carla Force. Yes, that is my real name. F-O-R-C-E, and that's Carla with a K. Um, Or carlakittyshow.com. That's my website. Um, But yeah, you type in Carla Kitty in Google, and like I said, I'm literally everywhere. I'm the whore of Google.
10: (laughs) That's the best way to be.
4: Yes, sir.
10: All right, Carla, love you. Thank you so much for talking to us.
4: You bet. Take care, guys.
10: You too. Have a good one. Bye. All right, we are going on break. Yeah, or just, just wanna like just rap? No, no y'all, no, I'm no. jerk
11: off. Yeah, you, no. you wanna hear how that sound when I'm rapping I'm and j- jerking off? Jerking right yeah. now. <laughs> uh,
10: let's see, let's see. You wanna hear my new tubing rap? <laughs> His tube tubing <and> rap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, goddamn! <laughs> let me, let me do this. We'll be back.
13: Hey, it's Ryder your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls, offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all, whether you're looking for dirty talk role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at flirtriderdoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes. For you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams,
11: Robinson. Hello. Cop? Hi. Uh, give us a second. We're Wait. sitting down right now. All right. We're just uh, Rob's pouring himself a drink. I'm opening up a beer. Give me a minute. Uh, and then we'll okay.
6: sit down
11: hold on here. Um, I got to make sure I finished all my other beers. All, all right. right. <laughs>
10: No unfinished beers. No unfinished beers. Colin Robinson, we are back with <laughs> Colin Bressler. How are you, Colin? I'm good. I'm
9: good. Thanks for having me, man. This no awesome.
10: problem, man. Thanks for coming on. And uh, your your company is Bressler Productions, correct? Yes, sir. You are a production company, and where are you located? We're in South Texas okay, that's a cool spot. That's a different spot than, than I ex- either expected or uh, <laughs> that's a cool cool location. Do you feel like that brings you more um, like a different um, clientele?
9: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, most of my career was in New York. Uh, that's where I went to film school. So I, I you know, kind of grew up there as in the film industry uh came down here and it's it's very different than, than up there obviously. So yeah, totally. I mean there's definitely like a really cool, fervent kind sort of indie film world down here because of like the Link Ladder, Richard Link Ladder and um, you know, Days a Confused kind of world of like Texas film. You know, a lot of like Texas film is like, you know, like um Chainsaw Massacre, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's a very indie film kind of community in cool. Texas.
10: That's cool. I, 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 like I said, that's a different perspective than, than I, I expected to hear. That's cool.
9: Yeah, no, definitely. Thanks.
10: And uh, your film, Colin, uh, your film that you sent to me, Remy's Demons, it was super cool, super cool to watch.
9: Thanks man. Yeah, we uh it was a labor of love. I'll say that. But <laughs> I was uh, going to ask. Yeah, was, I, is, okay. Is that like your baby? As a filmmaker. Yeah, I mean they all are in certain ways, but um I'm all, I'm always quite upfront about the fact that like, you know, everybody, you know, I'm learning, you know, I'm still growing as a as a filmmaker and um I try to sort of improve and and learn new techniques and sort of like you know try to dive into different subject matter each time. I'll say that uh, Remy's demons for me is was an exploration of something totally different. Oh wow! So it kind of it was really fun and kind of uh, exciting to kind of try something as a little bit of a challenge. I ain't gonna to lie. I, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. That first
10: scene with the, it's almost like a sand type feel, feel. Like it, it scared me. It scared me, con And I'm like, I, I don't know. Should I? Can I watch this whole film? But it is. <laughs> it was definitely watchable. But I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? What's gonna
9: happen? <laughs> nice. That's great. Uh... Yeah, it's like I'm not like the thing. That's crazy. Is I'm not you know, I've seen a million horror movies. It's not that. I'm just not your sort of typical horror, you know, fanatic. Oh um, wow. and I came to horror um, you know, I went to regular film school. I just love movies, all types of movies. Nice. And um, I guess I just I don't really like I don't like step into it like, all right, I'm making a horror movie. I kind of just step into it any of these films I've made just sort of saying, you know, what's an interesting context and 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 i try to give it a horror sort of backdrop but yeah. the the sort of the, the 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 um you know what what holds it together um is always coming from somewhere else and then it's more of just sort of like and and i you know and to be honest with you i've gotten complaints for that and i and i get it you know i know that certain horror fans are looking for tons of gore certain horror fans are looking for you know insane you know you know, Satan type stuff or, yeah. or demon possessions. And, you know, it's, just like, I, you know, I, I've just always had the philosophy and the mentors I've had in my life have always said, you know, just kind of kind of be true to yourself and like what kind of vision or what story you want to tell. And you can't really sit there and go like, what do people want to see? And how do I make them happy? Because, no one knows the answer to that. If Hollywood knew the answer to that, they'd have, you know, they would never have a bomb of a a movie on their hands. <laughs> right.
10: Yes, yes. I I like going back to the film though. No, I love I love the cast. I love the the script. I love the characters. Um, uh, how did how long did it take to make the movie?
9: Well, it was crazy because we started. I was just thinking about that today. Um, we started in January uh, twenty nineteen. And what happened was I had, I had a lead actor to play Remy and he bailed um, in March of 2019. Um, and so that just, or February, sorry, February of 2019. And that kind of just like threw me in this, like, cause as you, you saw the movie, I mean, Remy's in almost every scene. Yes. And so I now was like, oh shit. You know, I was like, I'm kind of screwed here. So I was trying to figure out, I'm like, well, how am I going to pick up the pieces? Um, and to be honest, I was ready to throw it in the trash can. And Angelina Ron Sorensen, who plays Mildred in the movie, The Aunt. Yes. She kinda of talked me off the ledge because I was like I remember calling her and being like, Look, well, I, I just I, I'm not gonna be able to cast, you know, find another Remy, you know, blah blah blah. She was a part of the project. She's been in she was in my last two movies. Oh, wow. She also helps you know, she produces with me. And she was kind of like, look, you know, like let's just try, let's give it a, you know, a month or so, let's try to find a Remy. And soon after, this awesome casting director down here, she's also an actress, but uh, June Griffin Garcia um, hooked me up with Jason Scarborough, and he played Remy. Wow! See, I felt like like, when I
10: saw it, I'm like, he's got to be the original guy you cast. He just he killed it, and um, almost like i didn't know how to take him is he a genius is he kind of slow is it just because he's coddled by his mother he just he did it perfectly where you just couldn't tell you couldn't tell
9: yeah well the idea is and again i'm my sort of philosophy on all this stuff is it's kind of like the way i like it because i'm 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 a fan as much as anybody else of everybody else's movies i don't really go in like for me okay so what i'm getting at is is remy for jason and i remy's on the spectrum the autism spectrum yes
10: that's what i got
9: and and that was sort of like the 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 impetus of the whole project was i was like a what if scenario what if somebody on the spectrum was raised by the carrie's mother from the movie carrie basically was the sort of original sort of starting off point yeah and then it kind of grew out of out from there and we started Josh Kaza, who co-wrote it with me, we started playing with, well, demon possession and demon conjuring and these kind of the dark arts and this kind of stuff. And it just sort of cascaded out from there and really became really a a story about faith and identity and, you know, what, what these, you know, how Remy sort of deals with his identity when everything just sort sort of falls apart around him and how he, where he lands in that whole, you know, situation. So that was kinda of like the thing that yeah, I mean Jason shout out to Jason for a second. Jason just won um the uh binge horror fest online best performance. Um, you know, I I wasn't surprised because and, and the thing I wanna make sure it's like clear is like so you got I, because I, I didn't answer your question. Um Jason the 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 movie took almost eleven months to shoot, considering again the the cancellation part. Um, So Jason had to sort of keep his beard. He had to look like Remy for for like nine months of his life. He had to live in Remy's shoes, so to speak, as an actor. And Jason takes it very seriously. And I, I remember feeling bad for him as the waning months were going on. And we're getting into now, you know, November 2019, and we're still filming. And I just remember looking at him like one day he was like sitting outside of the house Working on the character, and I was just like, Damn, this guy, this poor guy, man. I <laughs> still so like living is, this. This is getting new. character <laughs> is mine. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Wow. And yeah, know, it's he's crazy because he, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead.
10: I, I, I loved you mentioning the aunt. Like, she was such a hateable character. Like, just for somebody to be that brave and just take that role. Like,
9: well, it's funny because, so she was in my last movie, Domestic Hell. And she played in Domestic Hell, a woman that sort of dealing with domestic violence and and having overcome that. And it was a very flawed character, but sweet. So then when I, I wrote this, I, you know, Angelita's like amazing. And but I had never worked with her in this way. And, and I, I wrote the character and I, I sent her I started to send her all these videos of Roseanne Barr from the Roseanne show. And I was like, I kind of wanted to be in that realm. I wanted to be like, you know, that kind of thing. And so, so it's always like, and I remember her saying to me, she's like, man, I don't know, man. Well, I'm, you know, like, I, I'm going to do my best, you know. And I could tell she was like uber nervous about it because she was like, I've never really played a role like this. Yeah. Um. But like you said, I, I'm very proud of her because I she kicked ass and like, she yeah. was amazing and, you know, put in the work. There were some scenes you loved
10: her and some scenes you just hate her. She was almost
9: that bipolar
10: bipolar person where yeah you, you couldn't hate her a hundred percent but you you also could at, at some point.
9: Well he was also he was a like a big deal to me is like I don't really think villains overall, assuming for some Mildred has been a villain. It sounds like for you to some degree. I know that other people have told me big time they've literally told me like they call her they're like cursing at her and stuff. <laughs> but um yeah. I always believe I'm like I'm like yes but I all I, I want you know I want there to be a redeeming quality that mixed in there. Yeah. So like it's not cool that she calls them names. No. It's not cool how she treats them. It's not cool how she sort of like minimizes their sort of culture or whatever you want to call it. Um and she you know, other stuff that she does to the girlfriend, Vera, things yes. like that. But it's also at the same time I wanted to show a little bit of like that she is kind of dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah. She's bouncing a lot of crap and this isn't easy. And she, so, she like, took to on trying to bring in a little she, of that humanity. Yeah,
10: she took on taking care of a of a, of a person and, and a whole household that she didn't didn't expect to have.
9: Yeah, and, and we were trying to show that balance of this woman just trying to sort of like keep things together, yeah. but at the same time, she just doesn't understand him. Doesn't really understand. Isn't someone who sort of sees his condition, quote unquote, um, yeah. as a thing. You know, as a real thing, right? It's mostly she sees it as sort of immaturity, or you know, just doesn't get it. And for her, it's like, you know what? Grow up, get your shit together, go get it, go get an apartment, find a nice job. You know, stop showing people around to like murder houses. You know.
10: (laughs) Yes, I want to ask too, Robin. (laughs) Oh my God, it it was he? Was he the demon? I, I never knew for sure. Was he the demon from the beginning with the horns?
9: Um, he, so he, first of all, Ronald Mercado played him. Ronald is awesome and another amazing talent down here in South Texas. And he, um, he, so yeah, I mean, I mean, Ronald is someone who, or not Ronald, sorry, <laughs> Robin okay. is someone who is obsessed, you know, he tells that story, you know, he was in prison, he's been, you know, in and out of prison for most of his life and had a tough life and everything. And, and basically like he has had run in, so to speak, with spirits and dark things. And he tells that story about prison that he felt something. And it's like, he's kind of obsessed. He's never like let go of it. He's kind of obsessed with that feeling. And he sort of wants to know, wants to experience it again, but also wants to know what, what it is, what, what's, what's it about, you know? And it is kind of become like obsessed and fascinated by it. That's also his fascination fascination with remy as well sort of like you know and his mother because he sees like remy's youtube videos and he's kind of become a little like fan in a way i love that i love how he had the
10: the youtube channel i I felt that was a great great aspect to the film thank you no problem i'm curious
11: so
9: Oh, sorry, guys.
11: Oh, I was just gonna ask, um, because you you kind of struggled there, where you said Ronald and then you were like Robin. So, like on set, do you call your actors by their character names or the uh, real person name?
9: Yeah, it's so funny. That's a great question. One I haven't heard, um, and I love it because you know, um, for me, I'm only speaking for me, but you know, it's I'm I'm always kind of. It's not that I like I can't. I know Ronald's Ronald, right? But, yeah. but because you're on set and you're trying to direct and you're like, all right, then you're going to go over here and then you're going to hit Bildred. I mean, Angelita, like I do that all the time. Because <laughs> you're you're talking to human beings with real names that you <laughs> know, right? Yeah. But then you're also like, you're, you're directing in this moment, in this scene. Yes. So you're sort of like talking by their names, but then I have this weird quirk where I get all self-conscious about it. So I'm like, I feel like I'm like, oh, am I like kind of insulting them by calling it by their character? You know, like I have moments where then I'll be like, no, you know what I mean? Angelita you'll be over here (laughs) as Mildred, right? And then you're (laughs) like, so like, I don't know, for me, it's a little thing, but it's kind of like, I do have these sort of self-aware moments where I've kind of like jump out of my body, but that's a personality thing in general for me. So I'm imagining, because I know I've, I've seen like behind the scenes stuff where, Certain actors, let's say, might be method actors or just really get into their characters, and they've been demand to be called by that name the whole shoot. Or I've yeah,
10: done an interviews. I'm like, so Jeffrey, and, and their name is is Herbert. Yeah, I've, I've right. Done where
11: it. we've watched like movies and you've called them yeah. by their character. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot.
7: It's a lot.
9: Yeah, no, totally. And that, it's, it's a great question because it's true. It's. Yeah. And also for me, cause I write this stuff, yes. you know, and Josh Kazza and my co writer was on set a lot. You know, we, 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 we like live with these characters for so long yeah. the shoot was so long, but then imagine we wrote it for about three months before we ever filmed. So, you know, we were like living with it for well over a year. Yeah. So you're just kind of like Mildred is this person in my mind. And, you know, you're just kind of like, Angelita sort of disappears and you're talking to Mildred you're you want Mildred to go over here and you want you know Remy's this and he's got to do that and and then on my you know excuse me my films are are you know no budget movies not even micro budget no budget and so you know we're talking about limited time Jason has a family he has a full-time job So, you know, it's not like I can just go, Jason, you know, we're going to shoot for like four or five straight days and that's it. Yeah. You know, he can't do that. So, you know, and, then it's not just him, it's every actor and me, by the way, I have a job, you know, like, so it's, it's just all this part-time experience, but you're also at the same time trying to keep a dramatic impetus and flow to your story. And the narrative has to be congruous. I mean, there's moments in the movie that are almost back to back that probably were shot six months later. Wow. You know, so you're always sort of dabbling with this notion of sort of trying to f- remember. And I had to do a lot of photos and keep a log of like what people look like their hair or their dress. And if, for the actors, it was really hard because, you know, this was six months, seven months, eight months later, wow. they've been, they, their lives moved on, you know, yeah. they've been doing stuff and they're like, Oh shit, my hair was braided. Oh, I haven't braided my hair in a long time. You know, like, Just stuff like that. It's all these little minutia things that are like I find fascinating, but they're really irritating when you're filming because you're like, (laughs) "This is killing me." (laughs)
10: Yeah, I want to ask too. Did anything like crazy go down during the filming?
9: Um, I mean, it's it's not really crazy, but like we, we, we were filming, and there's a scene in the movie that's sort of like an aqueduct. I don't even know what it is, but I just found that I it's near my wife's school. And it's just a really cool... So it's Remy kind of takes Vera there and he tells her about his father and his father used to take him there and tell him stories. And and then she plays tag with him. So that location was totally stolen. Like I didn't have permits or anything. And and again, filmmakers, we just sort of think the world sort of revolves around us. Yeah. So we go there and we're filming. And all of a sudden I I look over my shoulder and there's two police officers like coming five feet away. Mm -hmm. They get there and they were ornery as hell. And they were just like, you can't be here. This is, a, this is an active, aqua. like, this can flood. Honestly, it probably hasn't flooded in 15 years. But uh-huh. they were like, this is very dangerous. You need to leave. Now, coming uh-huh. from New York, I'm sort of used to sort of jousting with police. <laughs> so I was like, in, and I was also was like 1,000 degrees. It was during the summer uh-huh. uh, in in Texas. And I was already pissed off. And all I had were two shots left of the scene. And I'm like, oh. hey, okay, yeah, yeah I hear you, but I just need two shots. Can you give me, like, ten minutes? Yeah. And one of the cops was like, no, no, you got to leave. And it, she kind of kept raising her sort of irritation with me, and I sort of was raising mine. And I remember looking at Jason, and Jason was looking at me like, dude, I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> I'm, not, like, I'm not doing <laughs> I it for know. this movie. You know? It's an hour, And it? I was like, I just have that thing cause like when you come from New York, I, you know, I was, I, yeah. I do camera work. That's what I've been doing my whole career. It's kind of like you're always in New York, Is sort of, you know, your rights and there's this whole battle in New York about the streets and like sidewalks and the police because the, all the buildings, right, are operated by ind- independent security companies and all this stuff. They try to extend the reach of their buildings and you're yeah. in this constant fight for like, I'm allowed to be on this sidewalk. No, you're not. This is uh, that building sidewalk. And you're like, no, it's not. And you have these constant paddles, right? So Texas is different. It's not like that. (laughs) And so this woman was like coming at me. And I was like finally like I you know I just sort of like could see she wasn't going to budge and it was also like I then I clicked in my mind and I was like I'm not getting arrested because I I could tell like her hand was tightening around the taser type thing (laughs) and I was like I'm not getting tased so I said okay fine and I laughed and it's funny because that scene is it kills me in in as as a director editor because there's the a one shot is missing, it really bothers me about the scene structurally, yeah. and it's because I couldn't get it because you know, yeah. But that was really, other than that, I mean, everything other than the 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 herky jerky schedule and that it took forever to film, I mean, the shoots themselves all went relatively smoothly. I mean, every film has their sound problems and like planes that seem to fly over the house for three hours straight, you know, stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't say if nothing else happened. No, that's just the one that. Sort of sticks out to me. Yeah,
11: I um when when I was younger, I wanted to get into, I wanted to be a film director. I never uh, went that direction, but that's what I wanted to do. And I had gotten a lot of books on it, and there was this one book that I had gotten that was called a gorilla. Um, it was like gorilla filmmaking. I think that's what it was called. And in that book, they talk about how you need permits for like every location you go to, but. There were directors. I forget what film it was. But there was a director who he would get shots by just like hiding in a barrel. Like he would hide inside of a barrel <laughs> and then film. I guess put like cut a hole into the fucking barrel and film the scene. And somebody would like roll the barrel and he'd get away with it uh, <laughs> instead of paying for the permit.
9: <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. I'm gonna get out, I'm gonna, when we get off. I'm gonna buy a barrel on Amazon. <laughs> Definitely worth
10: it for Niagara Falls. I feel. Definitely were,
9: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think that's the constant. I mean, there's a, there's a few sort of constant variables that every single filmmaker, who, any anyone who makes films, listening to this, are probably going, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. There, 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 just are certain things that happen that that, and that's one of them, right? Locations are just like it's a constant battle, and then yeah. you cut. Like I said, I just love that aqueduct thing. There's this cool graffiti on it. It just is just a really cool looking place, and. I also, like, I, I, I you know, I've just, over the years, I've learned, like, location is so key to yeah. movies because, you know, you want to shoot in interesting places. It just makes every shot just much more dynamic. So it, it's this constant battle. I totally understand why that guy did that because it makes or breaks your movie. It just
10: I mean, makes me think he, of, too, when we talked to our buddy years ago, Tremaine Hayhoe, uh, and he did a show, he did a movie called uh, Rodshare and he did it in a car, so, like, he was able to move while he was filming he was able to uh, drive around and, and just not not have anywhere like he had to be wasn't stationed for too anywhere
11: long. to where he would get questioned like well you don't have a permit to be yeah
10: there.
7: And yeah, then I remember, exactly.
11: I remember reading in that book where that guy that was in the barrel would make sure that he wasn't really getting any like, you know, street signs or anything that would be noticeable of like, oh, well, you were obviously on this street. <laughs>
7: <You know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
10: Colin, do you have any upcoming projects you could tell us about?
9: Yeah, I mean, right now um, I'm, you know, I'm working on a script with a with another uh, great young writer, Daniel Bomer out of South Texas. Well, he's actually from Mexico, but um, we're writing we're writing a sort of a sci-fi horror, you know, uh, type movie, you know, mixture, a uh, fusion uh, film um, called New Jerusalem, um, and so that one that's kind of like my. That's my. I'm aiming for that to be my next no-budget feature. Nice. Um Sort of going to try to raise some some funds and and try to film in the summer coming up with this. Hopefully, with this COVID thing, it'll be a little bit more free next yeah. summer. But um, but that's sort of like that's the main sort of like project I'm gonna you know dig into. And then with Josh Kaza, who I wrote Remy's with, um, we have a TV, um, you know TV sort of Game of Thrones ish type TV concept that we're, you know, we're going to try to market to the, to the networks and play, do that whole pitch thing. Um, I've never done it before. So I'm pretty excited prospects of it, but yeah, so we're doing that. You know, those are my two sort of main things. I've got a documentary in post right now. I filmed with my wife um, a couple of years back. We're just finally now getting to finish the edit and everything. So that's, that's going to be the next project that's sort of released that'll be coming in um, early 2021 is the projection on that Um, just finishing up some post stuff. So that's kind of the major three major things sort of happening. And, you know, there's always other stuff I'm trying to develop or, you know, we, I I, I always write scripts. So I have other scripts that are sitting on the shelf that I just sort of like starting to send out to be like, Hey, if anyone's interested, let me know. That's awesome. On Facebook or different social media.
10: Yeah. I have one. It's called Ghost Bat. It's about how Corona started. I feel like a, a bat. You know, they, they, nobody likes bats, and this bat is just sick and tired of it. And he's he's died because somebody hit him with a broom, and uh, he just wants to teach people to love bats. And he he he's just gonna make people sick until they learn to love him. It's, 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 it's called ghost Ghost bad. I feel like, I feel like, uh, Celine Dion might do a song for it or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm trying to sell it. (laughs) Colin. So if you have a buyer, let me know, let me know.
11: Ghost bad is more relevant than mine. But years ago I had an idea for ghost alien where it was an alien that crash, crash landed into a house and he died. So he was just a ghost now hunting, haunting that house
3: oh, from that
11: day. Wow! Yeah. yeah, it's ghost alien. It was my pitch for a sci-fi original film. I figured they would that's want that.
9: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's like that's kind of like the, the you know like I, I that's like the market I would love to play in is like doing stuff like that, like sci-fi <laughs> originals and things like that would be amazing. Yeah, you know, just like dabbling in that world, like um. Yeah, so that, that's that's awesome. That would be cool.
10: Colin, thank you so much for talking to us, dude. It's been a blast.
9: No, thank you guys so much and thanks for supporting film and, and seeing it and everything. I really appreciate it and thanks for having me on tonight.
10: Absolutely. Where can yeah. everybody find you?
9: Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram at, at Bressler Productions uh, on Instagram and um, Facebook Colin Bressler on Facebook and um uh, BresslerProductions.com is my production website we do corporate videos and all kinds of other stuff um, there's movie stuff there too so uh, anyway but yeah BresslerProductions.com and, and uh, IMDB own Wrestler, and check out Remy's Demons on Amazon Prime right now
10: awesome brother we will definitely when this uh, show goes up I'll, I'll send you all the links all the links to the full show and the inter, inter, inter individual interview on
9: YouTube Excellent, guys. Well, thank you so much. Have a great night. You too, you my too. friend.
10: Have a good one. Take care. Later, dude. Who signs out?
11: Yo, can I jerk off and sign you out? All right, here we go. Ready?
6: Maybe we uh, maybe we don't tell people about this one. Did we at least learn something? That we suck and everyone sucks? I guess that counts. Later, chodes. Hit me on the next one.